This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, and today is Wednesday, August 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Officials are reporting a huge spike in fraud complaints due to COVID-19. More than 170,000 reports have been filed nationwide. And as the pandemic evolves, so do scams that we need to worry about. So many people are trying to get their money back for COVID-related disruptions. And now scammers are taking advantage, promising to help get refunds from everything uh, from canceled vacations to weddings to gym memberships, but stealing your identity instead. Brian Lewis, the CEO of IntelliCheck, says there is no reason any company would ever ask for your personal information because there's no need for it. Another relatively new scam is con artists pretending to be contact tracers. They're calling people up saying that uh, somebody they knew came down with COVID. Uh, They can't say who it is, but they need to track and trace you, and they ask you personal information, and they're using that to steal your identity, Lewis says. Just throw these scammers on the pile, man, Steve. We were talking yesterday on the phone. You're like, anytime you see... A phone number come up on your on your ID that is the the same prefix that you have. Yeah, first first uh, three digits. Yep, and I immediately ignore it. You're, you're like, okay, it's... wait, this looks like my number. Yeah. I'm ignoring it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just, uh, I get them every single day. I some kind of scam call. I've never gotten a COVID scam call, but it's always your car insurance or your electric bill. We don't have an electric bill. I mean, you know, yeah. you get the one in Chinese. Propane heat. What's Do you that? get the Chinese one? Where, where someone is speaking? No, I haven't had that yet. Have you ever I, had I that? I get the voicemails. The yeah. Chinese, the they're speaking completely in Chinese a different language. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Um, I know somebody who got the COVID scam, and and um, she was, you know, she, like her red flags went up. She's like, wait a minute. She started asking questions, and the more she asked, she could tell this is not yeah. from the health department. They ended up the woman ended up hanging up on her, and she called um, the the health department and said, "Did I just receive a phone call? Can you try to trace this?" And they had like no information that this woman was supposed yep. to be contacted. Yep. So as many people experience delays in getting their unemployment checks and stimulus money, scammers are preying on those vulnerabilities too. As we're seeing. A very large rise in unemployment claims done through identity theft. Pennsylvania has caught over 17,000 people making $75 million in fake unemployment claims. It's a huge problem and scammers are not letting up. Remember, no government agency, including the IRS, will ever ask for personal information by phone or email. This made me very cautious because every month I send a check to a Nigerian prince That's and weird. now that I can't be sure that. that the money's getting to him. We've told you so many times you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, and it's critical to protect your ident- identity. Once it's stolen, it is hard to recover cover. A federal judge ruled Tuesday afternoon that city officials are allowed to dissolve and terminate the Philadelphia homeless encampments. The city must give the people living in the encampments at least 72 hours notice to leave, the judge said. The defendants must also fully comply with their stated procedures, including but not limited to storage and safekeeping of any property collected at the encampment sites, according to the court documents. We're not moving. We're not going anywhere, says Jeremy Williams, an encampment leader, after the judge's ruling. The leaders of the encampment say until their demands are met, they'll stay. Delaney Keith uh, said, we had a singular uh, singular demand this entire time. Take vacant properties that are a blight on the city of Philadelphia that have been empty for years. Give them to us enough so that we can house our own people. In a statement, Mayor Jim Kenney says the city is currently evaluating the next steps. He stated that they are still deeply concerned about the health and safety of all involved, including the surrounding community. The city has continued to offer its homeless connect services on a daily basis to campers by walking the perimeter or setting up tables nearby. So far, more than 100 
registered campers have accepted emergency, temporary housing, rapid uh, rehousing, safe haven, and treatment. On August 18th, the camps were supposed to be cleared by the city, but a temporary restraining order filed by lawyers representing the people staying there blocked the encampment removal, which was slated for 9 a.m. Some of the things, they're, they're having luck with these, have you seen, they're, they're called like mini houses, they're, they're like the size of an apartment, but and they're, they're sort of there. standalone. Yeah, oh, really? And, yeah, the, and... I was involved with a with a with a believe it or not an animal charity that uh, where they were uh, you know for people homeless people who didn't want to separate from their pets they were putting, putting them, them into there. these things and they were more likely to go into these standalone little I mean they're, they're, it's not a lot of space but it's their right. own space right. at least it's something yeah the city has continually cited health and sanitation as reasons for the removal and safety with acts of violence occurring in and around the camp there's a controversy surrounding a Montgomery County school district that despite deciding to go all virtual for the start of the school year is allowing some students to attend their virtual classes from inside the school buildings so this is actually my school district a nonprofit before school and after-school program called Wonder Spring was already under contract with the Colonial School District, but Wonder Spring's CEO Zakaya Boone says once the district decided to begin, begin the school year entirely virtual, her company expanded its services to help working families by offering day-long support and supervision for young students as they attend classes online. Same as if a family were going to hire a babysitter or if they were going to leave their child at another child care program in that center. That would be a paying adult, a responsible adult uh, to supervise their child, Boone said. But some parents within the district have gone to social media to vent their discontent over the development. Some are unhappy that the availability is limited to only a few dozen students. Others have a huge problem with the children who are enrolled spending their school day inside the very building that was shuttered because of the pandemic. Colonial School District officials sent uh, 6ABC a statement reading in part, Our intent was to help families and maintain safety. Wonderspring is required to clean the space on a daily basis. Colonial joins with several other school districts around the region that have opened their schools to no profit uh, to child care providers to accommodate families in need. Boone admits it's not the perfect solution, but her organization is decided to helping, uh, is dedicated to helping as many families as they can as safely as possible. She says, we don't take it for granted that it's a struggle for families out there. We just want to keep the children safe and keep them engaged in learning. So basically, the school's closed, but now it's opened for some okay. students. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, as this week, uh, as of this week, there is still a handful of spots open been for Wonder Springs program. Uh, the service is costing as much as $225 a week. In sports this morning. Chicago White Sox pitcher Lucas Giolito through the season's first no-hitter last night, shutting out the Pittsburgh Pirates on a one on 101 pitches. The White Sox made two late-running defensive plays to help the cause. Shortstop short Tim Anderson moved to his right on a ground ball by Pirates outfielder Brian Reynolds in the seventh. And first baseman Jose Abreu caught the throw out uh, of the dirt to keep the no-hitter intact. Giolito walked one and struck out 13, and the no-hitter was the first without fans in the sand. The previous lowest attendance for a no-hitter was 500 on August 4th in 1884. JT Realmuto hit a three-run home run. Jake Arrieta pitched five strong innings before a rain delay ended his night, ended the night, and the Phillies beat the Nationals 8-3 last night in Washington. Realmuto hit his ninth home run of the season in the third inning off right-hander Eric uh, Fede. 
His shot bounced up off of the top of the right field wall, then fell over the wall into the Nats' bullpen. The series continues tonight, and Aaron Nola gets the start. Game time is at 6.05. And the Flyers will continue their playoff series against the New York Islanders this afternoon in Game 2 of their second-round series. The puck drops in Toronto at 3 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alrighty then. Thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, it is a Wednesday morning. We're already at the midweek point. A wonderful thing. And uh, we have a few things going on today. We have your chance to win a secret text word. We do this on Wednesday. So uh, it's a digital download of Batwoman, the complete first season. So text word secret to 39333. And we'll send a word back to you later on. We're giving that to one person? We're going to give that to one person. We're going to have you uh, call in with the secret text word later on. So uh, get set for that. We'll grab a random text or two. Also, giving to one person is our word of the week prize. This is really cool. It's Metallica and San Francisco Symphony S&M 2 box set. With a custom Metallica SM2 logoed violin that comes with it. It's, it's cool. It's awesome. It, if you, yeah. Especially if you're a Metallica fan, but even not, it's it's amazing. I would just hang this thing up on yeah. the wall. I mean, like the whole collection together yeah. it looks cool. I don't know that I, you know, I mean, it comes with vinyl and all this other stuff. So we'll get the letter at the end of the program for uh, the word of the week. And it's only four letters this week. It is a short one. Uh, we are also going to go on Fox Good Day. Since it's a Wednesday, we will check in uh, with Mike and Alex, see what they want to talk about. So get yourself TV ready, folks, because we'll be doing that later on. You know, we spend a lot of time. We do. We primp. Mm-hmm. We're ready. always primping. Yeah, we have a whole primp room. Yeah. Um, so, we do nothing. <laughs> um, we have these things and more through the course of the program. We'll take a break. Come back in a second with a stupid question, a coffee-related, as you may raise your cup this morning. Uh, and we got some uh, entertainment stories to get us started as well. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us this morning. We're going to have a good time. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer Jewelers Showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut is now open for appointments only. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to book your appointment today. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we have a $50 Rita's uh, gift card giveaway for the stupid question this morning. And as I said uh, earlier, it involves coffee. What is the only U.S. state that actually grows coffee? Mm. All right. What's the only U.S. state that grows coffee as a commercial product? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Give us a call. I'm going to go through some birthdays. Waiting for that answer. Today is Wednesday, August 26th. Uh, Macaulay Calkin turns 40 today. Mm. He is 40 years old. That's just amazing. Yeah. How, how old was he for this movie? For uh, Nine, what? ten? Something like that. Right? right? Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, oh, he was great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, he was he, home alone, too. That's right. All alone. All alone. Yes. God damn it. Missed the opportunity. I know. But uh, he's actually, for a while, he was really looking uh, disheveled. And yeah. greasy, and he has changed that completely. Mm-hmm. And he's out and about and doing interviews, and he's uh, he's a likable guy. Yeah. yeah, that movie came out when he was ten, so he was probably nine when they filmed it, and he was in Uncle Buck before that. Yeah, that's correct. That was his first time, right? Yeah. His first I big role. So, yeah. I watched that for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Do you like it or no? I, I never, like I never really did like it. No, it's not, it was okay. It, there it, had yeah. some funny parts. Exactly. It, there, there, there are moments that are really good. It, it's it's <laughs> uneven. Like but when it, he it has ta- that charm. Yeah, when he's talking to the mom, like, after the first day, and he's like, um, how many times are you supposed to feed that dog a day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, twice. Or she might even said once. once. 
How many times do you think? He's like, I don't know. I was thinking like five or six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just been leaving the toilet open for him to drink in. That part's funny. You know? um, but you know what I loved concerning that was the deep fake of Stallone's face. <laughs> yeah. Stallone alone. On Macaulay Calkins' head <laughs> during the whole scene where he's talking to you. Yeah, yeah. John, uh, John Candy about uh, having nose hairs and all that. Oh, my it's great. God. It's, it's great. It's excellent. Uh, he's 40 today. Uh, Branford Marcellus, the musician and band leader, turned 60 years old today. Whose band leader was he? He was um, Jay, right? He was Jay Leno's yeah, initially. They had a falling out, and that's how Kevin Eubanks got to uh, yeah. the gig. Oh, the word really? was he wasn't a fan of fake laughing during the monologue. Which okay. made it difficult to work for Jay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a pretty straight-ahead guy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to just pretend you're laughing? <laughs> Played in Sting's band for a while. He's a talented uh, jazz musician. He's 60 today. Valerie Simpson, who is half of the songwriting duo, duo Ashford and Simpson. Oh. Uh, she and her husband, uh, Nicholas Ashford, wrote Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Great song. What a what an absolute, I'll never get tired of this song. Just can't help but and sing along to it. Guardians yeah. put yeah. it back on top. Excellent. And he had some rocking dreadlocks. They had a hit with uh, Solid and You're All I Need to Get By. So great songwriting team. And uh, she, Valerie Simpson, is 74 today. Hang on a second. have to have our sing-along. You know, uh, on a side note, James Gunn is directing the, has directed the next Suicide Squad movie, okay. which looks very Guardians-esque. Nice. And it looks cool. I like it. Uh, Shirley Manson, the lead singer of the band Garbage, is turning 54 today. She's very funny, too. For some reason on YouTube, I stumbled across a, an interview with her. It was her and Craig um, uh, Ferguson. Right. And they're both Scottish and their banter, their play is a lot of fun. That's cool. Uh, she's, she's got a great uh, personality. Uh, she's 54 today. Uh, another band out of that era is uh, No Doubt, and their drummer, Adrian Young, turns 51 years old today. Uh, we also have Tom. Man, I had a joke for that and everything. Oh. <laughs> you had a joke? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had music for it. Okay. I, music. I don't know why joke. I said music. I... <laughs> Did you mean music? I meant music. <laughs> I had a music for that. Shut up. Wow. Okay. I had music for that and everything. I had a music for that, Preston. Uh, and oddly enough, the, the first drummer, he was the second drummer of No Doubt, the first drummer, uh, Tom Ridge, former Homeland Security <laughs> director. Oh, my God. <laughs> celebrates a birthday today. See, that was my joke. That was yeah. a very funny music thing. Thank you. That was music. Uh, no, Tom Ridge, uh, former Homeland Security director and... Uh, Completely square human. Yes, he, he is. Space. literally yeah, a is. square... He is yeah. a Lego. He, he, no, he's a, he's, a, he's a Funko pup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His head is like he, that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He literally, his plan was to block terrorists from getting into the country. They couldn't get around him. Uh, he is 75 today. Uh, Maureen Mo Tucker. She's a drummer for the band Velvet Underground and turns uh, 76 years old today. Velvet Underground revered. I was. Yeah. Were you ever like a. Cr- no, I, I, in fact, I really sat down and listened to them for the first time about a month ago. Right. Uh, because I've heard so much about them. I know who Lou Reed is and I know his solo stuff, but I never really. 
saw what the thing was. What, what is the saying that like Velvet Underground had a hundred fans and uh, ninety of them made, started bands or something? Right. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of saying. So they were very influential to other musicians. That was their main. Yeah, I never. I, it never really caught me. Yeah. yeah. This album is really good though. Yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of. No, this this is, is the yeah. Hey, I, good to, stuff. I told you I, I really listened to them for, for the first time, and, and my takeaway was. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I thought I'd listen to it and go, what is this crap? You know, but it's not bad. But is this a picture of her on the uh, screen here in the studio? She is an old lady. Yeah, uh, yeah. She, well, she's 76, but she looks like she lived that punk lifestyle for a while there. Right. Uh, Chris Pine, uh, the actor. Wow, he's also... He, he and Macaulay Calkin are the same age. Wow, he's oh, that's <laughs> 40 years old today. Uh, the Star Trek movies... Uh, new Wonder Woman is coming out next year, I guess. Uh, yeah. Or will it be this year? So they, you, did you see the extended trailer where they reveal what Cheetah looks like? I saw a clip of it and I did not watch the whole thing yet. No. How it, does she look? It looks great. It awesome. looks exactly like she looks in the comics. Because I love Kristen Wiig and yeah. I was curious as to how she might come off in, in that role. But he's great. He's 40 today. They pushed the release date back, but this year still, they're saying oh. uh, October oh. of 2020. So uh, I hope so, We'll man. see if they're able to do that, but that's the plan for now. Again, right. hell or high water if you ever get a chance if you want to see whether chris pine can really really act he's phenomenal in that movie melissa mccarthy of uh mike and molly bridesmaids ghost ghostbusters a uh, bunch of them would you say movies. that her uh because she was on fire for a while mm-hmm. would you say that her careers slowed down a little bit there were a couple of there, misstep comedies there might have been a little overexposure too you Maybe know that what was i mean it. where yeah. she was just there was just too much melissa too much. mccarthy stuff coming out so i'm sure she's Still got a lot of talent left in the jar, so we'll see. She's 50. Uh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki. Yeah. Medea, That's Kathy's favorite name. <laughs> uh, Medea's uh, family reunion. Hustlers. Uh, she's 27. She's hosting the MTV Music Awards, is she not? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that Kiki. sounds familiar. And then the last birthday I saw, comedian John Mulaney. Oh. Uh, he's awesome. Unbelievable. He's, he's fantastic. He's he's right in his own. He's uh, 38 years old today. So happy birthday, everybody. Celebrating birthday today. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What? Is the only U.S. state that grows coffee? Two one five two six three WMR number, and it is Matt. We're going to go to. Hey, Matt, how you doing, bud? Good morning. How are you guys? Awesome, Matt. The only U.S. state that grows coffee. What is it? Hawaii. He's right. Yeah. Hawaii. Hang on the line. Kona blend is a popular. Yes, That's it is. Good. Yeah. Yep. On Kauai, right? Uh, I was don't it? know if Kona is on Kauai. I went to the Kauai Coffee yeah, uh, company there, but I'm not sure if Kona grows on Kauai or not. It was not. cool, though. I it was really like, cool, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and really good coffee. Uh, so we're going to set up Matt with a $50 Rita's gift card, and summer is still in full force at Rita's, and you can head to Rita's for all your favorite delicious frozen treats. It is the summer of yum at Rita's. All right, let's get into some entertainment stories. We'll start with this. After 17 years, the West Wing cast is coming back together. They're going to be doing a special episode for HBO Max. Uh, The show's creator, Aaron Sorkin, announced the move, uh, saying that it will also serve as a push to get people to vote in the presidential election. It's called a West Wing special to benefit when we all vote, and it will drop on HBO Max this fall. Uh, will be produced in partnership with Michelle Obama's When We All Vote, which is a nonprofit and nonpartisan organization. Uh, Rob Lowe, uh, Dulé Hill, Allison Janney, 
Uh, Janelle Maloney, Richard Schiff, Bradley Whitford, and Martin Sheen are all reprising their roles from uh, the episode. And the plot's really cool. The president's bicycle gets stolen, and he travels to the Alamo to retrieve it. Oh, oh, no. hey, Wait, yeah. Why the Alamo? Uh, he, he's heard that they have it in the basement. Oh. Uh, Rob Lowe. Well, wait a second. There's no basement in the Alamo. There you go. Okay. Rob Lowe said, one of the reasons why the West Wing resonated so much for me on a personal level was, maybe it's corny, I really believe in all things that are truisms about our country. If you're not going to vote, then you don't have a dog in the fight and shouldn't complain. Empowering people to vote, making it easier for people to vote, is a total no-brainer. I've been working on it for many years, and it feels like it becomes more important with each passing election cycle. We had Aaron Sorkin here in the studio. We did. Aaron? It was, yeah, was great. Pretty, it was, was pretty cool. It was cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is nice, too. Uh, Tim Allen and Richard Karn are reuniting after starring in the 90s mega-hit Home Improvement. Uh, the comedians are teaming back up for a competition series on history, which is titled Assembly Required. Uh, I like this. Great idea, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has been greenlit for 10 episodes. The show will spotlight the brightest builders from across the country as they, quote, breathe new life into everyday household items in desperate need of fixing. Who were the, who were the famous, the, the Tool Time girls were Pamela Anderson? Pamela yes. Anderson. And uh, Debbie Dunning. I think that's it. Yeah. Right, yeah. I had a thing for Debbie Dunning. So did I. Pretty, pretty strong. My brother met her out in um, Hollywood one time. He was delivering for a, a graphic arts company, and uh, she was there. Did she leave, or was she asked to leave? She, no, I think she... No, it was Pamela Anderson was first. Uh, Debbie yeah. Dunning did the, ran through the rest of the she show. She ran... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, Richard Karn, what was his character's name? Al. Al, Al yeah. that's yeah. it. You got to love it. He actually did a whole bunch of home improvement style commercials. They would hire him to, mm-hmm. you know, for, for. I think he had a show for a while. Did he? Too. Yeah. yeah. He was a host of a show. Taxi Cab Confession. <laughs> no. Is that it? He'd drive around and no. all kinds of people, like, <laughs> like hookers would get Which the way do you go? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he hosted, like, Family Feud or yeah. a right. show yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah. it might have yeah. been. Yeah. It, it might have been that. Uh, so Nick's going to look up his Real IMDb. Housewives of Lowe's. Dude, um, how, how, when did that show air? Because how big, not, I'm talking about home improvement. How big? of a dork was I, because I watched that every 91 week. to 99. That okay. was the number one show on television for a number of years. Yep. It was a huge hit. And yeah, Casey was the host of Family Feud. All right. And do yeah. you know who played on that show? Our good friend, uh, Todd Glass. Yes. He, he was in a flashback. He was uh, Tim Allen's dad. Yes. Uh, who had passed away. Casey, have you ever seen Too Funny to Fail, the Dana Carvey, about the Dana Carvey? I have watched a lot of it. It's okay. one of those shows that I've fallen asleep too many All times. All right. So, there's, Steve, the, the scene where they're talking about the very special episode of Home Improvement, <laughs> and then they, they cut to this episode of, of the Dana Carvey show. Just watch it for that scene alone, uh, and, and you'll laugh your ass off. <laughs> it's great. Why yeah. do they go after Todd? No, 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 no. It has nothing. It, I'm only bringing it up because the, the Home Improvement was sort of this revered show, and there were all these very special episodes, and there was one where, where Randy or one of the brothers gets really emotional. Okay. And then, and then the following scene has to do with this complete nonsense with Dana Carvey and Steve Carell and Stephen okay. Colbert, and it's so juxtaposed in a really hilarious way. Okay. Uh, a uh, YouTuber had passed away, and I am not 
familiar with this guy. There are a lot of YouTubers I do not know, but his name was Landon Clifford. He was only 19. Yeah, I saw oh, yeah. this. His yeah. wife, uh, Cameron, shared the information. It was called the Cam and Fam Star. Did they just uh, have fam. a kid? And yeah, so I went and I only looked up just a teeny bit of info, but they looked like they were really, yeah. you know, sweet. And, yeah, and they, they I, were... I, I was unfamiliar what got them famous. Yeah. 19 and married. That's yeah, cool. yeah, oh, and wow. with a kid. So yeah. the 19-year-old uh, uh, Cameron wrote to her 472,000 followers. After suffering a brain injury, he died, she wrote. After spending the following six days in a coma, he passed on and donated several organs to people in need all over the country. He died saving the others' lives, the lives of others. Uh, that's the type of person he was. In a post uh, shared on Instagram earlier this month, she asked followers to help stop the stigma around mental health. Uh, you never know what someone else is going through, so always choose to show kindness and grace. So I don't know what the story is. He had to, uh, on that, but... a brain injury, but they don't know how he got the brain injury. Okay. And that's oh. what put him in the medically induced uh, coma. That's terrible. Terrible. All right. Uh, something lighter. Please. Uh, Universal Content Productions miniseries about Joe Exotic starring Kate McKinnon in, as Carol Baskin is headed to NBC, Peacock, and USA. Uh, per UCP, the show follows Carol Baskin, and this is their description of it. Carol Baskin, a big cat enthusiast who learns that her fellow exotic animal lover Joe Exotic Shrievogel is breeding and using his big cats for profit. She sets shut down his venture, inciting a quickly escalating rivalry. But Carol has a checkered past of her own. And when the claws come out, Joe will stop at nothing to expose what he sees as her hypocrisy. The results prove dangerous. So they haven't cast Joe, but Kate McKinnon is going to be Carol Baskin. And it shows she bought the rights to the uh, the podcast. That's where she first became interested uh, about this whole subject. And uh, I'll be curious to see what that ends up being like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. Jason Oppenheim is standing by his employees after staff... Or I'm sorry. After claims that the viral Netflix series, this is this is Selling Sunset, is the show, right? That they're talking about. Okay, so it's about, the, it's about real realtors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the the series show agents, including uh, Chriselle Staus, Heather Ray Young, Christine Quinn, Mary Fitzgerald, a bunch. Of we people. all know the names. You yeah. probably don't yeah. know their names. They aren't licensed. Well, I hate them anyway, <laughs> whether they're licensed or not. It showed up. You know when you uh, just are on Netflix yeah. and the show just kind of like uh, oh, goes a little trailer preview rolls? They're all smoking hot. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture. Okay, go ahead. It's, you know, it, and I watched it. I was like, no, I, you, you get zero of my time. This is so dumb. I don't want to watch your the you, you took a stand. reality. I did. You I took did. a stand. Oh, I hated every Wait, single you usually, second of it. usually like home shows. I listen. I like real things like but love what, it or list it. Yeah, but what <laughs> what did it for you about this? I mean, uh, what uh, describe? The impossibly good-looking people okay. selling million a multi-million dollar homes. It was yeah. like I was I'll like tell no, you I'm, this, I'm though, done. That yeah. is not an anomaly in yeah. high high end oh, sure. real estate. You look at the people, you look at a lot of those agents, especially out there, yep. mm-hmm. they are super hot. That's true. But we assume that they're legally able to sell real estate. Well, Oppenheim said in a statement to People Magazine uh, that Harry, uh, Mary, Heather, Maya, and Christine were licensed and successful real estate agents at the Oppenheim Group many years prior to filming our show. Uh, Amanza worked with us. There's somebody named Amanza. Yeah. Amanza. Worked with us as a as a designer and has been a close friend of Mary's and mine for many years. Chriselle was a practicing agent at another brokerage mm-hmm. many years previous to filming Selling Sunset. As a licensed agent, Davina 
has transacted. Oh, These are all strippers. Many deals. <laughs> Mercedes. Yeah. Uh, before joining Porsche. the team in 2008. And then there's the low end one, Prius. Yes. Yeah, so uh, they're they're claiming that they are licensed, but there there's a potential that they might not be. Hey, um, Kevin Hart apparently tested positive for uh, coronavirus. Didn't he have it around the time Hanks, Tom Hanks had it, Well, that's right? what this is all about. Yeah. yeah, the 41-year-old comedian talked about his diagnosis while performing at Dave Chappelle's comedy show, an intimate socially distance affair in Ohio on Saturday. He said, the problem is that I had, around the same, I had it around the same time as Tom Hanks, and I couldn't say anything because he's more famous than I am. <laughs> uh, Chappelle reportedly spent $100,000 on coronavirus rapid testing for the outdoor shows that he held over the summer. Other performers included Questlove, Bill Burr, and Michael Wolf. Meanwhile, Hanks and his wife Rita, of course, uh, confirmed that they had tested positive for the coronavirus on March 11th via Instagram. I'm so glad to hear that they've recovered, Preston. Uh, while the actor was making a movie in <laughs> Australia. Thank you, Reg. No uh, problem. Hart has been spending time... By the way, I keep listening. Uh, most of it. That's good. We get the podcast up here. <laughs> oh, you t- can't you, listen live? So you don't get it live? Sometimes. Okay. It's spotty. Sometimes I get a country station. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new atmosphere. The signal. I don't Even know what in, it is. It's the atmosphere. Or <laughs> Even in heaven? Oh, God. Oh, and I mean, God. Oh, God. Uh, heart has been... <laughs> Hart has been spending most of his time quarantined at home in Los Angeles. His wife, Iniko Hart, is expecting their second child together. And is due this month, of course, they welcome their son, Kenzo, two years ago. Did you see what happened with him, uh, Usain Bolt? Um, yeah, so it's over there, Press. If you look to your left with NBC News, what they the, their major blunder. Uh, Usain Bolt has tested positive for the coronavirus oh, and is self-isolating in his home in Jamaica. And it's a picture of Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yes, come on. Okay. Come on. Oh, that's <laughs> that's <awesome>. way <laughs> off. Way off. Uh, for many Hollywood bigwigs, Christopher Nolan's highly anticipated movie Tenet is the ultimate litmus test in terms of whether audiences are finally ready to return to theaters to save the business of cinema halls. As one of the biggest film stars in the world, Tom Cruise showed his support for the film by posting a video on Twitter of himself attending a screening of Tenet. He was wearing a mask, and I guess he was kind of hidden from the audience, maybe? He, he was, and he went in, and no one really kind of knew who he was. And the theater, though, was um, looked pretty packed. Oh, did you really? See, did you see the uh, the pictures? Yeah. But they were all there. I mean, there's a big buzz about this movie. In the 34-second video, Tom Cruise is shown driving to the theater with director Christopher McQuarrie. Uh, sitting in the uh, movie theater with other attendees and remarking how great it is to be back in a picture hall again. As the actor left the theater after the movie ended, a fan asked how he liked the movie, to which Cruz responded that he loved it. Uh, and this is the first time that Tom has gone out with, out of his way to promote a film that he's not involved with, which again goes back to the entire film industry taking a personal interest in the success of Tenet in theaters. Um, what's it about? I have no idea. Okay. I just know that it's Chris Nolan, and that's that's sort of enough for me. It's, okay. uh, there's some time-bending stuff going on, and uh, they can... Kind of hit the rewind button. You know, they'll be in the middle of like a, a oh. bank robbery, and then so you can go back and start the bank robbery over and catch the criminals as a result. So, so okay, sorry, sorry, so I was seeing where a car's flipping over and then it goes back. Okay, yeah. that, oh, that explains so, it. So, did you see Inception, Preston? Uh, I, yeah. So, go into it. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, cool but, effects, weird story. It's Christopher Nolan doing that type of thing in a different type of a way. Okay. 
Uh, Cruise has two big movies that are scheduled for release next year. Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible 7 uh, for the uh, films. T- <laughs> uh, for a film for the films to have a traditional debut in theaters, the uh, chains need to start going back to operating normally this year, and the actor is doing his part in helping that happen so people don't get sick. Sick. Uh, an argument, this is messed up, an argument over trash cans led to potential fatal consequences in San Clemente in June. The Orange County District Attorney's Office reports that a man, son of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, is charged with multiple felonies for repeatedly stabbing his neighbor following an argument oh. over bringing in the trash. This is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's <clears throat> son? Yeah, Adam Abdul-Jabbar is charged with three felony counts of assault with a deadly weapon. Listen to what he did. So, first of all, he faces a maximum sentence of nine years and eight months in state prison if convicted on all counts. The 62-year-old or 60-year-old victim identified as Ray Windsor uh, had to self-transport to the hospital after the attack. He suffered a fractured skull, fractured skull among other injuries. Uh, Windsor and other neighbors said that the incident was shocking and out of character for Abdul Jabbar. Uh, the trash can discussion between the neighbors has uh, gone on for several months, so it's been one of these neighbor things. So, what is it? Where where the cans are placed, or well, what? He, he had said, Windsor, the victim said, I, "I get on him because the lady he takes care of is eighty three years old, and he never helps her with the trash cans." And on the night in question, an argument escalated, and Adam Abdul Jabbar first verbally threatened, then stabbed Windsor multiple times with a large hunting knife. What? The neighbor was stabbed in the back of the head. Oh, geez. Causing a fractured skull and a brain bleed. Yeah, and that's all that I know, so I don't know. Over garbage cans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam Abdul-Jabbar was released on... It's a good thing he didn't bring out the sprinkler. $25,000 bail and is uh, scheduled to be arraigned on September 9th. So uh, I don't think there's been any word from Kareem about about that, but that's that's heavy duty, man. Yes. That's real deal. Nine years in prison? Uh, while Elsa Pataki and her husband Chris Hemsworth often appear to have a fairy tale life, the 44-year-old tells Australia's body and soul that it's anything but. Well, nothing's perfect, <laughs> even though she's uh, she's has that magnificent man-meat at home, Preston. Uh, she said, it's funny that people think of us as a perfect couple. Uh, she said of her, not. of her decade-long relationship, and she said, no way. It's been ups and downs, and we still keep working at the relationship. I think a relationship is constant work. It's not easy. Pregnancy and motherhood caused her to fine-tune their relationship. She said, I had to slow down during my pregnancies, and I couldn't exercise as hard as I wanted. Oh, damn. Poor thing. Have you seen the the home that they're building down there in Australia? No. It is Australia. (laughs) I saw a video of him. I think it was him. He had posted on one of his social media accounts. I think I follow him on Instagram. I think it's him surfing. Yeah. Dude, he's... He's shooting the tube, you know, riding whatever. Whatever you say, he's, he got so pitted, yeah, he's he's so, you know, so pitted. Yeah. yeah, but but he's he's going through totally pitted. He got spit right out of it. He, he got spit right out. He just went pa, and he you know he yeah the whole thing. You know, totally pitted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's he's the real deal. I didn't know he was that good of a surfer. It's pretty badass. And the word is he's uh, going to be uh, Mad Max in the new movie. Um, so anyhow, she said she couldn't exercise as hard as she wanted to. Uh, she said, "I remember, <laughs> I remember feeling a bit." You know, I realized that couldn't exercise as hard as I wanted to. Um, she said, "I remember." You can only work out for two or three hours a day. <laughs> then my house staff would come in and tell me something that the children had done, and I'd laugh. I tried to go back to working out, but I couldn't find my pace. So hard. She said, "I remember feeling a bit lost yeah, when I went into the." into the room and turned on the telly and had a Vegemite sandwich. 
Uh, she said, I remember when uh, feeling a bit lost when I had India. Uh, they had the whole country? Yes, they bought yeah. they India. Wow, oh, they bought man. India? Yeah, yeah, sweetheart, India's coming over for dinner. <laughs> And they can they can house them too. Yeah. She said, "I thought my life was going to be the same when I had kids, and I would keep working, but I couldn't." Uh, she says that it was it was hard to step back. She said Chris would come home and say, "How was your day?" And I I didn't feel I proud. couldn't look out quite enough. And I did I didn't feel proud to say I'm just a mum, but you should because it's the hardest but greatest job but in the world. But that is that's all you are. Yeah. That's all you're ever going to be. Now go work out. Uh, what, these to me, this is sort of a bizarre. Usually, it's there are a little bit more profound problems that might be a wedge issue well, yeah. between couples. I, I I seldom hear from my wife. We need to talk. I can't work out enough. <laughs> uh, but she admits that she and Hemsworth bond over fitness and outdoors. Oh, oh. so that it actually wow. works in their favor. Yes, and it has helped them keep their romance alive and parents uh, and parent their three kids in harmony. Uh, she said, Chris and I love to do sports, eat healthy, and move our bodies. We've got the kids into surfing and hobbies, get them outside. And we love to shoot kangaroos. And not on mm-hmm. social media and computers. My daughter has been horse riding with me since she was two and a half. Um, but she's happy that she's prioritized her family. They do a thing which is really cool. They go horse surfing, oh. which is great. They sit on a horse on a surfboard. Honestly, no way. way. They're that good. They're that good. Well, no. it's really the horses doing the work. Yeah, like Mr. But- Red, you saw the footage. <laughs> Um, Chrissy Metz is single and ready to mingle and uh, has been for quite some time. Last this is week. great news. <laughs> she is from This Is Us. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I didn't know who she was. She was Okay, so she's the, uh, the, she's the larger. larger lady. Uh, yeah. She's actually a really good singer. Uh, she's noticed that rumors were swirling that she and Hal Rosenfeld had uh, split. Uh, so she does what everybody else does these days. She took to Instagram stories to straighten everyone out. She shared a screenshot of an article about her and Rosenfeld's supposed split riding alongside it. For the record, we actually broke up almost two years ago. Can't believe anything you read. And then she wrote hashtag late to the party. She was really good in a movie I got suckered into about huh. a kid who... F- I watched it. Did you watch Topher it? Grace is the pastor. Oh, my God. Yes. It was really good. <laughs> what so that? what happens, it's based on a true story yeah. where this kid drowns and is clinically dead, right, for what, like an hour? Yeah. And uh, against all odds, miraculously, he comes back to life. And it's completely manipulative. And you're saying to yourself, I'm not going to get suckered in. And you do. Yeah. And she was really good in it. Uh, Metz and Rosenfeld were uh, first reported to be an item in November 2018 and were photographed together at uh, the Mulan premiere in March of 2020. But apparently it was just a friendly outing. Okay. Right, yeah. That was the word on that. It is what it is. I mean, you know, there are people out in the world who can't find enough time to work out. Christy. I know. Let's keep uh, let's yeah, let's put keep things in perspective. Eye on the ball here. All right. And then uh, one last story. Uh, Saoirse Ronan and Kate Winslet are looking for ancient fossils and love in the trailer for Ammonite, uh, written and directed by Francis Lee. Uh, the film is set in England in the 1800s with Winslet as a fossil hunter and Ronan as a wife of wealthy merchant... Suffering from uh, melancholia. It's the same old story. <laughs> Wait, what's melancholia? Is that uh, just depression? Depression. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay yeah, because it's in it's uh, ass rot. It's in. <laughs> oh my god! She has a bad case it's of ass, ass rot. rot. Yeah, and she can't find love until. What's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. She met a fossil hunter. My bum is rotting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it as it turns out, I hunt for fossils, and. 
Uh, so, yeah, so Ronan is a wife of a wealthy merchant suffering from melancholia who becomes Winslet's apprentice at the rich husband's behest. Is there a lesbian element to this? Because I saw well, still of them kissing. It sounds like it because uh, it says that they, yeah, they fall in love. Uh, or they're looking for ancient fossils and loves. So. We're looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm. Uh, the release date is to be determined, but it will debut at the Toronto Film Festival in September. I love Saoirse Ronan. I do, too. I love She's Kate so Winslet. I love, I love Kate Winslet, too, yeah. I'd love to see them kiss. And you probably and will. And scissor. And, wow. Apparently and that's trib. not a thing, right? Scissoring? <laughs> or it is a thing. It's not a thing. What you say? It's a, it's a thing, but it's not a thing. I mean, you, it's people, a porn thing. It's a porn it's thing. It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. Yeah. I, I think someone had told you, Nick, who is, uh, uh, who has a girlfriend or is, yeah, is a lesbian that she's gay? Yeah, uh, that uh, that um, scissoring is fake and tribbing is real. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know there was that sort of delineation. What, like yes. tribbing on acid or yeah, oh, exactly, okay. Casey. Tribbing on acid, precisely. <laughs> Let's do the clips. Here we go. <laughs> People googling tribbing right now. Yeah. Check out Blue Waffle. Right? No. <laughs> oh God. In the new movie, Project Power, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a cop who befriends a drug-dealing teen played by an coming actress. What? Wow. An upcoming actress? It's got to be, right? This actress is weird. (laughs) It says, a drug-dealing teen played by an coming actress. That's what it says here. C-O-M-I-N-G. Okay. I think it's supposed to be an upcoming actress, Dominique Fishback. Okay. Okay, in this clip, Joseph discusses the unexpected dynamic between the two. We were really keen to make sure that the relationship between Frank and Robin was clearly something warm. And they were real legitimate friends. We actually, in rehearsal, we did some improvisation to experience why and how they became friends. It's an important part of the story. You sound insane. (laughs) Project Power is available to watch on Netflix now. Here's the next clip. A gorilla ah! looks to escape from captivity with the help of his animal friends in the film The One and Only Ivan. I want to watch this. In this clip, Danny DeVito discusses the development of his character, a stray dog named Bob. Bob is a footloose, fancy-free character. He can come and go as he please. Even though that's what he thinks is the most important thing, he walks into a place, ironically, where there's a silverback gorilla named Ivan who's in captivity, and it becomes his best friend. And he knows that now the most important thing about life is to have that connection with other people uh the one and only Ivan can be straight. steve we watched it the animation is amazing i want to yeah, see it it looks really great. really good uh, it can yeah. be streamed on disney plus uh today all right speaking of gorillas i don't know this is probably an old meme that i missed out when it first came out but mm-hmm. have you seen the footage of the gorilla it's a silverback gorilla and a i guess uh, a younger gorilla watching a caterpillar no no it, it's it's adorable. I mean, they are transfixed yeah. at this caterpillar. Just blown away Just, by it. What is that? It's it's great. If you can get a chance, look for it. And find uh, Nick is is pulling that up, so we'll we'll take a peek at that in a little bit. Um, all right, and that is what I have in the entertainment report. We are. <laughs> he found it. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. The gorillas on server like what? <laughs> what? 
And it's just a little caterpillar, just a caterpillar going caterpillar. along. Oh, my God. That's so cute. They're just staring at it. Staring at it. How long does that go on? Uh, he, he brushes it off into the grass after a while. Uh, and then they eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, all right. And so what was I saying? Oh, yeah. We're going to take a break. Yeah. And we're going to come back in a moment, Tim. We'll get into whatever we're getting into. So stay with us. Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Was uh, shopping with my wife over the weekend. Oh, how was it? No, not, it was grocery <laughs> oh. shopping. Oh. <laughs> she hates grocery, grocery shopping. Kathy yeah. hates grocery shopping. Uh, and while we were in the produce section, I was uh, telling my wife how proud Casey is yeah. of the fact that he now slices his own pineapple. He's come around to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He used to buy it pre-sliced, and he realized he's been living a lie. It's easy to do, and it's a lot cheaper. He's wiping, sitting down, and he's cutting his own pineapple. I'm changing everything. Yeah, it's not too late. No. Never too late to change. So I enlightened my wife upon the pineapple in the grocery cart thing. Right. Where if you put it in upside down... That signals to people that you are a swinger, right? Isn't that what it is? That's my understanding. <clears throat> okay. So she had never heard of that before. We didn't do it, and I didn't really, I didn't do it just You didn't for take fun. it out for a test? I had to see what, you Get know. any takers? See if any people would uh, <laughs> would give you some kind of an indicator or whatever. It would be kind of fun yeah. to do that just to see Does if you get any takers. I'm going to do that next time. I'm going to put all of my uh, pineapples in I see. Down. You know, here's okay. the, yeah. my understanding is that if you put the uh, pineapple upside down in your cart, you will get a response the next morning, if there's cheese on your car. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's what that means? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I didn't know yeah. there was a call and there response was, thing a call to this. response. Wow. So, uh, upside okay. down pineapple, and if you have slices of cheese on your car the next morning, it's a yes. Then you're ready to We're hook to up. Go. Yeah. Okay. But there's all kinds of interesting little sexual things out there that uh, that, that are you, you hear tell of, but maybe not experience. In you fact, might have even watched movies about it. You may have. And there's a story that came out uh, the other day uh, that has an interesting concept. And I want to see, I want to see if there's anyone who has been propositioned to do this, or maybe this is their thing, because it is a, it, it, it's, it certainly exists in the porn world. Um, but this is, it has to do with Jerry Falwell Jr., okay? So one day after the Liberty University said that uh, the, the president, Jerry Falwell Jr., had Offered to resign over a sex scandal and then revealed he reversed himself. They made it official yesterday saying that he has resigned as head of the Evangelical University. He had said Sunday that his wife, Becky Falwell, had a brief affair and they reconciled. But the man involved had been threatening to reveal it. Uh, but Reuters had reported on Monday that Falwell knew about what was a years-long affair with the much younger man, Giancarlo Granda, and I think he was like a, a, pool, was a pool attendant. Yeah, yeah. And then he eventually uh, partnered, partnered with them on some business stuff. Yes. But apparently the deal was, is Becky and Giancarlo would get it on, and allegedly it was Jerry Falwell's thing to watch them while they did that. So it's known as cuckold in the, in the pornography world. Right, a cuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um... This is a thing for a lot of people, and whatever the deal is, no, no judgment. It's it's interesting that this is coming up this way because um, there was now pertaining to the story. There apparently is a transcript of a phone conversation that indicates he Falwell Jr. was aware of this, you know, right. and and it seems to validate this long term thing, which adds credence possibly to the to the cuck thing. Yeah, 
I've never, um, I've never understood that. No, if that's your thing, more power to you. But I don't, I don't think I'm, I get where what the attraction is. So I, I'd be interested to see if anybody is is if this is their thing or if they know people that this is their thing as well. Two one five two six three WMMR because there's a whole host of things and we've talked about swingers before. Yeah, and that's this is this seems to be. Slightly different, or, or there may be uh, nuances to swinging, and and, uh, and 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 this happens to be one of them. But how does one pitch the idea, go through with it? I yeah, actually yeah, had yes. I, I, I so I had a, a recent one. Uh, Rochelle and I know someone. Let's put it that way. Okay, who their their marriage just broke up, and he the the male in 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 the relationship. Wanted to bring someone else into the bedroom, but he wanted to bring another man into the bedroom. Now, what remains to be seen, and what I haven't found out yet, if he's if he is if he wanted to participate with the man, or he just liked having another man with his wife watching involved uh, or watching. I don't really exactly. Know. So, my understanding of of the, of the purest cuckold experience is it is a spectator's right, uh, right. A, a participation. And my question is. Does it involve classic theater concession food? <laughs> oh, oh yes. like snow caps and sure. popcorn and stuff like that. Are well, you gonna Are you gonna munch on something? Are you gonna munch on something while you're doing that? They're not just gonna while sit they're there. munching on something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I would say that that's probably up to the viewer. You I know, think and so. everybody's oh, yeah. different. Um, sure. Well, I have a question about whether or not. Um, I mean, it's, there's got to be the reverse where the woman wants to watch her husband. That's a good question. And, and is that called the same thing, or is it ha- does that have a different name? It's I, a, a I, shuckled. I, I don't know. But listen, we've had uh, Nikki Glazer on, the comedian. And yes. she's uh, she's very open about her preferences and, and what, what does it for her. And she likes her boyfriend to go out and have affairs or, you know, a tryst with someone else and then come back and tell her about it, and that gets her excited. So that's a that's a there's a, a clear delineation there. She she wants to be told about it, but she doesn't want to witness it firsthand. Right. So so and and so this this story has brought this notion sort of into um, mainstream conversation. And it is you. You raise a good question, though, Case. Is there a flip component? There's to got. It? I mean, listen. There has to be. There, there, there. I just don't know if it has that same name. I everything don't know. is out there, right? Everything is <laughs> it's out there. Definitely yeah. something. Like, You're right. Pretty much deal. so. Just as we said before, enter any sort of bizarre combination of yeah, words yeah. on any adult site, and you'll get some videos. <laughs> I think I. I think I understand it. Like I understand the reasoning behind it. You're like, tired. N- well, I. It, you know, it's basically like, it, not basically, it's real life pornography yeah. where your spouse is the star. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, as long as you're, you don't have this hang up about you not being a, okay. the, the recipient of whatever, like, which would I would. Which the difference between movies yeah. and live theater. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 There yes. you go. Yes. Maybe I like it. I want to see it. I wonder. Uh, I want to play Bill. But I wonder if that would work if the two people were live in front of you doing this and you have no relationship with them. If that still would be exciting. If you're a voyeur. Somehow I don't think so. So I is, think there, that, is there a difference between straight up voyeur yeah, well, and or cuck meaning that you're in a relationship with that person that's having that done to them? I think hmm. from what I've been able to glean from this is that there is an element of... Um, um, Come on, I, man! <laughs> I, I, it's sort of a pride, uh, you know, like okay. like this person is attractive to other people. Yes, oh. that this is uh, the, the, 
she's mine to yeah, in, in in so many words. Right. And, and, and oh, how, right, yeah. right. Uh, and and uh, I'm allowing you. Yeah, and she's oh. almost trophy esque. Yeah. You know Which what is, I mean? To me, is a bizarre thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very a little. Like, dude, check out how of. good she is at this. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and she can also, <laughs> yeah. she can also fix your dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about my wife? No, no. 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 Your wife fixes garbage disposal. I started to go for something absurd, and I thought, wait, Preston's wife does that. <laughs> She's got huge hands. She's really caring. <laughs> she, she, she does all these bizarre... I couldn't come up with something she doesn't do. In fact, not only that, she sets up stings for cheese throwers. That's right. That's she goes right. out of her way for strangers. What a gal. Uh, so, so a few things. Uh, first of all, when I saw this headline, this was not the... Exp- I did not expect this type of sex scandal associated with Jerry Falwell. No. Uh, I hate the word cuckold. It's for yeah, that, yeah, like, the yeah, word yeah, voice. Yeah, the I don't like it either. Like, it's too many too. aggressive consonants. And, yeah, well, that, and it's like it's been co-opted and politically, and, like, it's just it's, it's an awful word. Um, but I think part of it, also, Casey, just sort of to piggyback on what you were saying before is, um, and Steve, you kind of made a joke about it, but I think it's kind of true. You might, I'm, I'm just thinking about the psychology behind it, you might enjoy seeing your wife or partner uh, being satisfied, and you might not be able to do that anymore. So perhaps there's that mentality of, if I can't Maybe. do it, I still want my partner to enjoy sex, and and therefore I know that this other person can do that where I can't. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. I, I mean, know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Read! Well, can I chime in here for yeah, a second? Please. Yeah. So there was a point in our relationship with Joy where uh, I was unable to do things. And I tried everything. I tried saltpeter. I tried it all. And nothing would work. And I said, have you ever seen the films of a young man named Mandingo? Oh. And, and uh, couldn't arrange to have him come by the house. But, uh, yeah, I was all for it. I'll return it back to you guys. All right. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to think if there's, like, a non-sexual version of what you're talking about. I assume that would be backgammon. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's complex but funny. Yeah, game. yeah. Yes. Um, I've seen your wife satisfied where you can't do it, but not not sexually. I don't. Yeah. Do you think it's well? So here are the nuances of this this the, the, this encounter. What 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 do you think it predominantly is predicated on? Uh, and so, I think it might be different for a lot of people. It, it's probably I mean, also there, just there, there, in, there are people that like to be dominated and humiliated. So I, <laughs> it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that too. That's but, a subcategory. Yeah. So so there there are all kinds of things where it just it might be in the uh, in the mind of the yeah. Of, of the person. So Cuck me, holding is in the eye of the beholder. Let me go to uh let me go to Christine who is involved in this type of thing. Hi, Christine. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you guys? Wonderful. Okay, so what's the story? This is a former husband of yours? Yes. And honestly, everybody else I knew involved with this was a very prominent businessman who lived domination their entire life and they liked to be submissive in one way. Oh, he, oh, I see so that. He liked to be submissive. So, so you know what? They find that that's, uh, I, I've, at least stories I've seen, is kind of a common theme of people who like to be uh, treated as a submissive are actually in a position of power. So usually. they are very powerful in their, in their regular life, huh, perhaps yeah. in their occupation. They're very decisive. And so there comes a point in which they like to yield control over to someone else. And you believe that would hold true with this uh, former uh, husband of yours, Christine? Yes, and everybody else I knew that was involved in cuckolding. Okay. And All how right. many people have you known? Is 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 there a, like a, um, I mean, listen, uh, there's swingers and stuff like that. How many people have you encountered in your life who are into this? Uh, five or six other powerful attorneys. Powerful attorneys. Powerful attorneys. Interesting. Mm. Wow. 
And would they go through kind of uh, to to find? And listen, you've, you've you've got to search and find people who are willing to participate in something like this. Does it go through kind of that swinger um, uh, community to to find somebody who wants to participate? Now, this was years ago, but at the time, most of them used uh, Craigslist. Believe it or not, okay. Craigslist. Yeah. So yeah, like a date. Okay. Is this what is this what led to the um, end of the marriage, or was it something else? Uh, no, it was something else. I'd say it didn't help, but it definitely wasn't the end of the marriage. Okay, and you, found, you yeah. found out in long into the relationship that he was an attorney, and that's uh, <laughs> that's what did it. Oh, You're a lawyer. Yeah. God, no, um, Christine, uh, do you participate in this type of activity any longer? No, I've got a very normal husband now. Okay, just like home. As home should be. When you look back on it, bread. when when you look back on it, how do you feel about it? Um, it was interesting. Okay, I'll say that for sure. Okay, but but um, nothing that you you know deeply regret or anything like that. No, I wouldn't say so. Okay. I mean, I was involved in it. Um, I I said no often. I was whenever I was like, okay, that's fine. If you had, if you were never compromised and you had full, um, you know, right of refusal and it's something that you did willingly, then, then you have no regret, right? Okay, so okay. Uh, it's interesting, all these high-powered attorneys, and how come there are no legal commercials that address this? Yeah, <laughs> thanks for If you've been overly humiliated in one of your <laughs> cuckold sessions, give us a call. You might be owed money. If you've been forced to hold an ashtray in your mouth, give uh, us a call anytime, way, day or night, even on New Year's. Here's a text that says, a low-grade version of this is Kathy's salsa dancing. Her husband wants nothing to do with it, but is cool with her doing it with other men. <laughs> Yeah, but is he, like, actively watching it? And I, I'm no, not talking about you, Kath. I'm sorry. No, um, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, let me go. Hang on a second. There's a bunch of calls coming in. Uh, okay, let me go to Matt. Matt's girlfriend is in this field, he says. Hi, Matt. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. How are you guys this morning? Doing wonderful. And uh, open us up to this world, if you would, please. Okay, so... My girlfriend is actually a professional dominatrix. Okay. Um, so this is part of the fetish community that's a pretty pretty active part of the fetish community. Okay. Um, some of her clients do have this fantasy, and some of them want to live it in real life as well. Um, typically, there's, it does have a lot more to do with the domination or the humiliation of the wife having sex with another person um, where she's typically playing it up more okay. to humiliate the husband. And the humiliation is what the husband actually enjoys and gets off on. All right. So, so, so it's wild. Yeah, it's so right. yeah. it's yeah, a yeah. submissive thing. And, Matt, would you say that the most of the people that you know, the, the men who've been involved with this, would they be men in positions of power? You know what? It, okay, I'm going to say it like this. The fetish community in general has people of every walk of life and from what she and I have talked about and what I've seen, what I've heard and talked to people and so on and so forth. It could be people of any walk of life, of any trade, of any sort of 
personality. World. Yeah. From yeah, from anybody from a plumber to a politician. I mean, she's had clients of every variety. Okay. Which which politicians has she dealt <laughs> yeah. with? No, Matt, are you um I, I, you're in the field as well then? I mean, if your girlfriend is part of this as well, then Unless it's just a, you know, you look at it no differently than her being a, a, a doctor, you know. A, or working at Floral and well, Hardy. Wait, does, oh. does a dominatrix have sex with other people? No. No, she does not. Um, it, there's, there's a very strict line. There is no... No shirt, no um, service. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no dice. But, but hang on, okay, with, with that, said, hang on, Matt, with that, with that question, if there's no sex going on, does the... Uh, the the client do they bring their their spouse along yeah. and and have them somehow participate but not have sex? Okay, so with what she does with her clients, generally speaking, um, it is more of a fantasy role play okay. with her clients. Though in the lifestyle community, because um, there's there's definitely. That's how they're differentiated. There's right. the professional side, yep. and then there's the lifestyle side. On the lifestyle side, um, you know, people sometimes want to role play it, and then there are people who want to actively engage in it. Okay. Right. right. And there, there's no money exchange in the lifestyle side, so the professional is... No, no, no. And you were asking about how it people find one another. Um, so in this day and age, there are websites um that are websites okay so i'll I'll say it like this there are um kinky facebook type websites okay yeah of course where you build a profile yeah you say what you're into you describe what your title is are you submissive are you dominatrix right right. okay a a quote-unquote bull a bull is typically the third person in the right cuckold relationship yep um and so on so you know when you want to start searching for it if you sign up to one of these websites you can pretty easily and readily find okay them. yeah yeah um, it's listen i you know I, I keep thinking old school where you got to put a pineapple upside down and yeah we're, 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 we're sold we're no, talking it's, produce it's yeah. a lot easier than you might think <laughs> All right, interesting. All right, Matt, I'm going to move on to some other calls. I'm a pineapple you. guy. I appreciate yeah, it. I, I don't know my bulls. Uh, okay, let me go to... Do, 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 do. Okay, John was uh, John was propositioned. Hi, John, you're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, buddy? Uh, I actually have a story about how a couple approached me and the girl's significant other, the girl's guy, was couldn't get her off right okay and so he wanted you to step in and and take care of that but did he want to be a witness while that was going on i wasn't too comfortable with that i don't like other dudes watching me do my deed um (laughs) yeah i can i can see that i i've i've chased a few guys out of my bedroom (laughs) i I don't even i don't even like doing it in front of a mirror because i know what i like (laughs) yeah and and we know it's unpleasant can you can your can your pets be in the room hey let let me ask you this john where where, were you at a bar where uh where were you approached uh tinder at Tinder. Okay, Tinder. Oh, and Tinder. Tinder. Okay. okay, well, that seems like it's a more open playground for this sort of stuff. So you, you might encounter that. Definitely, definitely. Did you do it? And oh, I mean, I I did it. I just, she, uh, way around it, 
she wanted me to record it for her. Okay. So I did that because, I mean, I'm young and I like sex. So I was, well, yeah. listen. And the, and the guy wasn't there? <laughs> the guy, was, the guy no, wasn't the guy, there. The guy was not there, but. But, the, but you recorded it so the guy could watch it? Yes. Was your, okay. face, was your face in the video? God, no. Okay. okay. All right, so you made sure of that, right? How old are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am 21. Okay. Wow. Yeah, all right. Okay. That's about the age that I started my cuckold stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I listen. So, have you done this? No, was, that, was, was, a, was it a one and done, or have you done it more? Uh, I, I did it two times after that, but then I was like, ah, this is enough. Yeah. yeah weird for you. Five hey. times is your limit. Right. <laughs> I only did it ten I'm times. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You better stop that in 12 minutes. You better stop that in 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, John, thank you. Yeah, yeah, good for you. <laughs> Interesting story. Uh, I'm going to go to Larry here next. Go ahead, Casey. Well, I was going to ask Nick if he could do a, a quick little dive on where that word come, comes from. Sure, yeah. Because the, I don't really like the word either. Here's the uh, female version of it. The cuck queen. Yeah. Ah, or yes. cuck queen. That's so regal and royal. Uh, which is... Uh, yeah. I am the cuck queen. The other, t- the other way around where she watches her man uh, with another woman. And, and Ladies just... and gentlemen, today we shall witness the prince having sex. Uh, let, me, let me go he's to... He's a bit of a beef eater. Let me go to Larry because he's, he's in this community. Uh, hi, Larry, good morning. What's up, bitches? Hey, man. Hey, Larry. How you doing, Larry? I'm doing good. All right, so. time caller, but let me tell you, you yep. guys got me through a lot of stuff. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Appreciate it, man. And apparently you, <laughs> you've been through a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> so, Larry, let, let me ask you straight up. Do you watch your significant other having sex with other men? Yeah, I'm part of what is called a, um, a stag vixen um, couple. Stag vixen. These breakdowns. Yeah. I have no I, idea. I, I, I'm too stupid to keep up with the names. Okay. We know this, Steve. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. It is, the stag is a dominant man. Okay. Okay. Yep. And what it is is I like to watch her get pleasure. Okay. Like, we'll, you know, we'll fool around and then we'll get dressed up go to a club or whatever, she'll pick somebody up, et cetera. Okay. And, you know, I watch her get, you know, pleasure. Then we go do our thing. They go home, and that's the end of it. That was going to be my other question. Okay. Is at some point do you participate, not at that moment, but you you do, you, it's oh, not, not exclusive just watching her with other guys? Uh, no, it's, it, it could be with other guys, with other with other women. Okay, and it's and it's not necessarily um, just watching. So, Larry, it's it's a turn on for you, obviously, and it, and it, so it, it excites your relationship with her. Yes. Okay. Yes, and it goes it goes uh, both ways. She does, she also enjoys watching me pleasing another woman. Oh, okay. So, where so, did you where did you and your significant where did you guys find each other? Actually, we found each other. On Tumblr, Tumblr, which is yeah. a site for acrobats. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's that's exactly why. It's also, the Batmobile. Attracted to her. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So, and and you both are like minds. And early on in your relationship, you you said, okay, these are the parameters that we enjoy, and you yeah, actively do this. With that. Okay. It's, it's it's in it's in everything that, I, and it's like you know, you it's a feeling out process because right. a cuckold is more of. The, the woman's in charge, and you're pretty much, quote-unquote, the bitch. 
Okay. Do you ever <laughs> okay. get jealous? If I'm a, yeah. a bitch. Yes. Because a lot of them, a lot of them are um, cages, yeah. the cages yeah. on. Okay. And the, they're, they're more of a um, non-participant. They just sit there and get humili- humiliated. Yeah. What's up with the cages? Because I've seen a few texts about that. And then please use delicate language. It's basically a cage that goes over your flaccid self. Okay. And as I understand, are there wood chips in it, like a on. hamster? Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> much, it's, it's pretty much a cage that that you're you're not getting a, a full on. Okay, all right. Like it doesn't allow you. It does not allow you. It, it inhibits you. Try, you. It, yeah. uh, and basically, what it is, the longer you have one on, that's why there's all different sizes. The more it'll gradually make it like not okay. grow. At I got gotcha. you. So gotcha. it's in a way, it's like uh, it's like uh, origami, or not, not yeah. origami. It's like it's like bonsai. Yeah, bonsai. but but you can definitely binds. bring right. a little origami. It's just the, but these what, metal I, I don't understand why. Why would you not want it? To do that, um, we don't it's, know. It's a we're not lawyers. It's a it's a power thing, I think. Yeah, yeah I think and so. that's and that's what it is. They they they're relinquishing all power, and yeah. the, their pleasure only oh. comes from her being pleased. Okay, and, and their, you. their humiliation, their utter humiliation. But humiliation I yeah, I don't see. Oh and God. God bless, but I. I like to watch my wife watch Jeopardy. <laughs> for the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, for the Hallmark Channel. Intellectual. Yeah, and you're a juckled. I'm a juckled. Oh, I'm a trebeckled. A trebeckled. Oh, my God. Uh, it's it's wild. Really because you have your basic voyeur, and, and that's just basically somebody that likes watching live porn. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got gotcha. you. Uh, it, it's wild, man, because I uh, associate the... the uh, emotion, uh, if if that's what you want to call it, of humility, as a negative thing, as oh my god, I was so humiliated. Humiliation, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but but there are some people that that seek it out. Wow, and that this is, and they, and they go out of their way for it too. Wow. Don't, don't and pay and for I'm, it. I, I've been approached a lot of a lot of different ways uh, when I first started out in the lifestyle years ago, and I was like, no, dude, I'm good. Larry, I would think that this would be a case if you live your life constantly as as a very forceful. Um, and, and a high-pressure job, and you're somebody who's always taking the reins on things, this probably appeals to someone who wants to sample that other side of life where they are in, they have no control, and that's what this seems like. Yeah, it's a psychological game because they're, t- they're tired of always being that, that man yeah. or, that, or that person, you know. And sometimes, I mean, you'll see, you'll see a lot of very high-profile people like, like Jerry Jerry Ball, Ball. Ball. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we're talking about. That's yeah. what got this all going. Or, or mm-hmm. politicians. What, what politicians have you seen? Now? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to mention any names. All right, we got to wrap here. But Nick, did you have a quick question? Well, no, no, not a question. Right. Hey, to... thank you, Larry. That was yeah. very forthcoming. We appreciate it, man. To answer, that's not a problem. You yeah. guys have a great one. Now. You too. You too. Bye-bye. To answer Casey's question, uh, it comes from the cuckoo bird, and so that they would lay eggs on other uh, other birds' nests. Yeah, the cuckold term comes from the cuckoo bird, cuckoo bird, and uh, so they would lay their eggs in other birds' oh, nests God. and allow those birds to raise the eggs. Do you guys remember that from, like, yeah, I do. Wow. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And that's where cuckold comes from. Okay. Wow. Okay, interesting. We had to touch on this delicately, but always been curious about what that fascination is, and it's it's complex. It's, you know, it's it's different for everybody, I guess. So. Well, the story is, and again, they're, like, they're sort of saying this is, the, this is a lifestyle, but yeah. the fact that this stuff 
He's denying um, Falwell Jr. This Granda is saying, yes, it happened, and there's stuff to support his case. Yeah, and so. She's, uh, well, and it's a it, major betrayal, I would imagine, betrayal. that you came out and talked about it. The, I, there has to be an agreement with oh, all of yeah. these people. This isn't talked about. Yeah. Now this dude's going to come out and talk about it? Like, yeah. kind yeah. of shame what on are, him. What, what's the purpose of having cuckold notaries, then, if exactly. you can't? Honestly. Yeah. All right, listen, we got to take a break, because we're going to go live on Fox Good Day to talk about more porn stuff. Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not, actually. <laughs> There is. It's true. I know. Well, Subject that what a morning this is. I know. Bill's uh, in, a, in a in a bathtub, slitting his wrist. We're gonna take a break and be right back. The B file is coming up as well. MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series, an hour long concert made up of the best live performances ever captured. MMR rocks. Green Day in concert Saturday night at seven. We're all jonesing for live music, and this should help. So hit the backyard, get the tailgate started, and crank up MMR Saturday night at 7. It's MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series. Sponsored by Acme Markets, official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. This week, Green Day. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I am the new. Try to get through a few chart outs today, if you guys don't mind. Sure. Uh, let me do two quick ones, and I'll, I'll try to spread them out a little bit because I have a few that I need to get to. So this one is uh, from Mackenzie Fritz. Says you guys rock. August twenty sixth is my husband Tom Fritz's thirty fifth birthday. Look at that! I did it on the right day. And it would make this socially distant birthday great if you got a shout out. Tom has been a loyal listener for years, and now I am too. He has followed you all the way from where he grew up in South Jersey to Connecticut to Florida to Texas, now here in Michigan. I'm going to listen to your podcast every day to stay close to home. Uh, thanks so. Uh, thanks for keeping us uh, us close to Philly here in the Midwest. Thank you so much. Stay safe, Mackenzie Fritz. So here's a shark. That is for Tom and his 35th birthday. And then another one, a guy we know, a 54th birthday, Chris Morano celebrates his birthday. Oh. So we're sending a shark out. Uh, Chris and Shelly Girl are diehard fans of the Preston and Steve show. So happy birthday to you, Chris. I'll get to a few of those others in a bit. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Five. All right, I got some stories, and we're going to get right in to them. A Michigan man admitted to illegally climbing Mount Rushmore after he was found on top of George Washington's head. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It is, right? All covered with cheese. Eamon Dopke <laughs> was fined $1,500 after pleading guilty on Thursday. Hey, you! On top of Washington's head! Get off of there! Prosecutors dismissed uh, charges of disorderly conduct and violating an area closure. Dispatch reported a climber being seen on Mount Rushmore on top of George Washington's head at 11.35 a.m. on August 19th. Doc Key. Do we know what's up on, uh, I assume this, the area up there is it fenced in or is it easily accessible? Uh, I, I think it's kind of accessible, but it is clearly marked that you're not allowed to go right. there. So it, it's unclear if he free climbed. Uh, or used robes, and whether he submitted uh, to and descended via the front or back of the monument, he had created a hazardous condition by climbing an unsafe slope, uh, falling, and forcing law enforcement to chase after him, the officer's rope. The officer went to the scene, 
Met with the ranger who said Dobke was seen falling down a cliff and was now 100 feet below the base of the monument and attempting to scale down another cliff. Uh, the officer eventually got in contact with Dobke, who admitted he ignored signs say, that said federally closed areas and climbed around razor wire. Razor wire. Well, that's the, kind of an indicator you shouldn't yeah, be in there. Near the top of the monument. Dobke said he figured rangers were going to try and catch him, so he decided to go down the steepest, most dangerous route in order to escape. And he fell 25 feet, tumbled down a loose gravel slope. He was arrested after he was treated by a medic, but declined to be taken to the hospital. I don't think I've ever seen the back of Mount Rushmore. I assume it's no. their hair. Yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> is it just hair in the back? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. All right, this is a terrible story. It's out of uh, Saskatoon. Uh, Herbert Esquirol was on the phone with his daughter, 44-year-old Stephanie Blaze, uh, the moment that she was fatally attacked by a bear Thursday Oof. afternoon. She was on, he was on the on phone. On the phone? Yes. Blaze was at their family cabin uh, with her husband, Curtis, and two children, Ellie and Irma. Uh, the water pump had quit, so Stephanie had called her father to let him know. Um, she said uh, Eli, her son, that was beside her, uh, she ordered him to go to the house and get the antenna for the satellite phone so uh, it could be a better connection, a better signal. I mean, they're off in a remote area. Clearly, yeah. Okay. Uh, within a few seconds, Esquiro said that he heard a noise like a gurgling sound. He said, I waited, and I stayed on the line for two minutes, and I called her name, and I said hello, and I got no response. I called back and let it ring four <sighs> minutes later. Then That's I got horrible. no response. And seven minutes later, Curtis called me and said that the bear had attacked Stephanie. He pepper sprayed the bear, shot the bear twice. He attended uh, to Stephanie and gave her CPR. But by that time, she had no pulse. Mm. Uh, it's the first fatal bear attack in Saskatchewan since 1983. So they, I mean, they're way out remotely. Yeah, they had to send like a seaplane out oh my uh, God. To, to land and, and get her. So it was a, a remote location that they have, I guess, a, uh, a cabin or something like that. So the so, bear got in posing as like a plumber? Uh, maybe. Yeah. maybe. No, that's terrible. That's story. horrible, yeah. Oklahoma City police were called to a 7-Eleven convenience store in response to a man who was threatening staff and customers Thursday night. The man later identified as James Pettyjohn was allegedly asking people if they were, quote, ready to die today. Um, I don't think anybody said they were. Yeah, I just want a small coffee. Uh, police <laughs> say when they arrived, he ran into a median on the Northwest Expressway. Officers tried to make contact with Pettyjohn, but... He took off his shirt, he kicked off his sandals, and took a fighting stance. Look at that tax! Uh, police were able to grab his hands and cuff him. Petty John began pulling away and yelling that he was a vampire. Oh. And that he was going to bite the officer's neck and drink his blood. Okay. Uh, while the officer was putting him in the police car, Petty John shouted that he was going to spit in his face. Once the in the car, police say Petty John lunged forward and spit in the officer's face, yelling, I'm going to feast on your blood. Uh, police transport him to the hospital to get blood drawn to see if he was exposing the officer to any diseases. After the test, officers booked him into the county jail and charged him for aggravated assault and battery on a police officer. I don't know if they put him in a coffin or uh, well, made sure that he was exposed to, to direct light. sunlight. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? That but, would uh, do him. Yeah, he didn't get to bite him in the neck and, and drink his blood. A supposed alien squirrel was spotted in a NASA photo <laughs> snapped by the Mars Curiosity rover on the 52nd day of its mission. Uh, the image features a boulder-strewn field where A the, Martian squirrel. Yeah, the rover collected rock samples for analysis. UFO, People of Earth, we are friendly, and we want to come play with your nuts. Uh, UFO, 
UFO hunter and conspiracy theorist Scott C. Waring is, however, convinced the photo hides a treasure trove of alien secrets. And mostly squirrels? Uh, yeah. According yeah. to Mr. Waring's bizarre claims, he said an amazing and strange being sits on the left side of the image. He said it was a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Mr. Waring said, I guess that's why I love this one so much. It's a cute rodent on Mars. That's so cool. And he said, note the lighter color, upper and lower eyelids, its nose and cheek areas, its ear, its in front, its, its front and stomach. You can see why he's a respected expert on this he stuff. He said, looks similar to a squirrel camouflaged in the stones and sand by its colors. In his opinion, the image is a clear-cut evidence of life on Mars that has been uh, swept under the rug by NASA However, it's not the first time that he has made outrageous claims about NASA and aliens in our solar system. He's previously shared photographs of what he claimed was a humanoid alien on Mars. Well, we're looking at a picture of this squirrel, and it looks like a rock. Yes. And then, just days later, the UFO hunter published even more NASA photos of what he claimed were alien figures. He said this might have been a big historical announcement that NASA was supposed to make. However, they decided life on Mars was a secret worth keeping since they don't want China or Russia to beat America to Mars. So they shut up about it and uh, can take their time to Mars. Could you imagine if communist China got control of Martian squirrels? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, So, yeah, uh, astronomer Larry Session said it's a form of apophenia, uh, which is a more general term for the human tendency to seek patterns in random information. I think it's alcoholism. Seeing the famous man on the moon is a classic example of that. So, uh, yeah, but he thinks it's a squirrel on Mars. I really do. One last story. (laughs) Thrill seekers in Tokyo, Japan, can now partake in a new form of COVID-safe entertainment in which they lay down in a windowed coffin, listen to a horror story, and then see actors dressed as zombies and other creepy characters perform around them, poking them with fake hands and squirting them with water. The coordination of the production company putting on the show says, the pandemic is stressful, and we hope that people can get a bit of relief by having a good screen. Well, that seems like a good uh, release. Put you in a coffin. Glass coffin. Yep. And spray it with water. (laughs) And that is what I have. It sounds great. The bizarre file. <laughs> What's the book. thing when you sit underneath a glass table and somebody takes a dump on it? Uh, oh. Corporophilia. Okay. That's what, uh, uh, so Raymond Burr, the legendary actor who played Perry Mason, he's supposedly into that. Mm. Mm. Well, we're learning so much about the body and what Aren't people we? like. Yeah, what people enjoy. Um, he, 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 that was the story we heard is that he had a glass table in his backyard and he would pay people to do that. Uh, I would like to give something away right now, and it is a <laughs> pair of tickets. Actually, it's a, to be honest, it's a four-pack of tickets because you and three friends get to see Jim Gaffigan. Who's very family-friendly. Live and driving. We'll take caller number 18. Okay, it's this Saturday and is part of the Live and Driving Concert Series at Citizens Bank Park parking lot and jim gaffigan he's he's awesome um it's good for one car and a maximum of four people so if you call her number 18 you get it 215-263-WMMR tickets are on sale now via phillies.com slash driving and of course you can go to wmmr.com because we have more drive-ins guide guidelines uh and marissa's five tips for attending these shows uh, it's a really cool experience. It really is. There was a write-up in uh, on Philly.com about the whole thing, and it, they say it's unique. Is, is it exactly what you're used to? No, but there are elements of it that are make it really fun. Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. That's the number. Caller 18. You get it. We'll take a break and be back in a second. Stay there. Like what you hear? 
You can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Are you ready for love and ready to get engaged? Then visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I love you guys. I do. I love you so much. I want to send you a big heart emoji. I make you feel so good. But I don't know what heart emoji to send. Because apparently, and I read in an article, and take this for what you will. I don't know the source of the article, but it's pretty lengthy. Heart emoji meanings. What does each color heart emoji actually mean? Uh, this is interesting that you bring this up because I, I saw one posted with about six blue hearts. Right. And I did not know what, if there was a if that was a, just a color choice with the same meaning or if that is a separate meaning because of the color. I right. like this. I think this is, I want to, I'm interested to know what they mean because I know what I use them for, obviously. Okay. You know, like the blue heart I would sometimes use like if sending to like a police officer or yeah. talking something about a police officer and right. then also if or somebody. Or smurf. No, or if somebody had a boy. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Right, like exactly. my, my friend had uh, a boy and a girl twin and so when I sent her congratulations, I put one right. pink heart, one blue heart. Okay. Okay. See, so, I, so, I end up seeing a lot of green hearts, and I just assume it's because uh, of the Eagles. Yeah. I have no idea, you know, if that has anything to do with it. I know I sent uh, orange and black hearts the other day. For the Flyers? That was for the Flyers. So, I think that when you have context like that, like babies being born, male and female, that that's going to be easy for the person, the recipient to understand. If you Mm -hmm. mention the Flyers and you put black and and, and orange hearts, yes, they're going to get it. But if it is... You're just sending a note to someone or whatever, and you want to add a little punctuation to it by throwing a uh, an emoji of a heart in there. The color means something. Right. And there are many that communicate in a very reduced fashion and rely on the emojis to express or complete a thought. And mm-hmm. I and if there's a meaning I'm not knowing, I'd like to know. Okay. Does the blue heart have anything to do with sad love? I don't know. Let's find out. All right. Because I only scanned the article, and it was, it was before the show, and I'm like, Is this right. the scannerer? There might, no, it's not the scannerer. 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 Incomplete information. Yeah. He learns about this. We learn about it. I love the music. That's perfect. <laughs> the scannerer. Just a quick overlook at the material he's going to relay on air. He's going to learn it as we learn it. All right. So we're, we're going to start with the pretty obvious one. That's the red heart. Okay. The red yeah. heart. Love. As you would expect, it is the most basic but considered the most romantic. Right. Of course. Okay. Uh-huh. It can be accounted for as a timeless platonic love or support. Or a cuckold love. Mm-hmm. Or a cuckold love or support emoji as well as during times of grief or loss. However, it's probably going to impress you only the first time when you've received or sent it. After sending and receiving this a few uh, the first few times with your loved one, it probably doesn't become a statement anymore. So, that now also, each one of these comes with a good for and bad for statement. Okay, so... Quick question here, if yes. I may jump in. So, so like, if you're if you're uh, going back and forth with someone or DMing them, and they, um, a lot of times I'll see a heart, 
as expressing they liked what I said. They love what you said. They love what like I said. Like is a thumb. Thumbs okay, up. so the heart, but heart means they love. You don't what have. I said. Yes. You don't have that option though, Preston, on Instagram. On Instagram, if you're going to like somebody's DM, it's automatically a heart. You don't have an option to give a thumbs up. That's right. Oh, yeah. their DM. Okay. Yeah. I was text thinking, messages. I was thinking yeah. text messages. Yeah. Right. All right. So anyhow, uh, what the red heart is good for? It's good for the start of a new relationship, showing platonic friend support, but it's bad for following up after a first date. It's a little too aggressive. Yeah. For a first date, that means the red means love you. So. We want to stay away from that. All right. Now, the orange heart. Uh, this one has a nickname. It's called the Coward's Red Heart. The Coward's Red Heart. Yes. <laughs> it's usually supported by male partners that ultimately decide to send a non-committal version of the red heart instead. Would this be linear to saying, I love you, L-U-V? Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, no, it would be like, love ya. Love ya. Love ya. Thank right. you. Very well put. Uh, so it's, um, too much of a coincidence to pick the orange heart emoji when it's placed next to the red heart and at that too random of a color to mean anything. So here's the deal. What it's good for, uh, situationships. Situation. What? What? Situationships. I guess you're just dating someone. Yeah. It says situationships going nowhere. It's bad for anything beyond that. It, it's like a, if you're a humiliation cuck. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's a situation. You said an orange heart. All right. Yeah, the orange heart would be appropriate. Yeah. What is I a... orange hearted you? I orange hearted watching you bang my wife last night. <laughs> no, oh I feel like I, a situation I, would love be. You. <laughs> I love you. Uh, I love you. A situation would be like, let's say you are on a, you're in college and you're on a. Uh, you're in college? You're in college. Oh, I'm you you're are in. You are in college, okay. and you're enrolled in a study abroad. Okay. And so you and somebody else are now in this situation where you're in another city, and so you just end up together. You yeah. know, in any other normal situation, you probably wouldn't end up together. But for that situation, for those six that's months or whatever. situation Maybe. Okay. I, 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 no, I, think, I think that makes that sense. I think, I think that's good. I think he's trying to be nice, but he is just not ready for the red heart. There you go. Okay. I, I think that's kind of hitting it. All right. Yellow heart. You're a coward. Mm. Uh, no, uh, this is this heart is very gentle, Aww. so it helps. Is that like a yellow rose? Because that means like friendship. You know, I, like you get yellow roses for somebody that you consider I'm to be a friend. I'm not sure how I feel about you. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm conflicted. Happens a lot. To I guys. see you there with the cage on your penis. Oh. Right? I don't know if you want to commit yet. Oh, so this is the you caged tell. penis heart. I can't tell because the cage seems to allow room for growth. <laughs> Dear God, I knew. Well, that conversation, oh. that, that earlier conversation, hung with us. I hope you heard our yeah. earlier conversation because it had, mm. there were penis Cage, cages, cages involved in that. So if you didn't know. It's a thing. I'm just not sure. Uh, so it is likely intended the yellow heart. And utilized for familial relationships. Okay, so incest. Friendships, no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not just your friends, but other supportive figures. A romance moving on to friendship territory. Ah, uh-huh. oh. okay. Again, still trying to let her down easily. Yes. <laughs> and maybe that is why this emoji is seen mostly around Mother's Day and with conversations with your elderly loved ones. I'm sorry. I would, I would send a red heart to my mother. I would yeah. send a red yeah. heart to my father. A, a real love. Um, the delineate. I, I might be... 
I, I would see a yellow heart is more whimsical. Okay, but this is just, I'm getting, okay. just giving you a no, breakdown here. So, break down. So, so red is more uh, romantic. Yes. You yeah. know, and this is more uh, familial. Uh, it's good for family and the start of a new relationship showing affection or bad for anyone you've ever seen naked or would like to eventually see naked. Okay. According to this. So co workers. Uh, yeah, co workers, exactly. Uh, let's see. Green heart. Eagles. Okay. Casey thinks eagles. Um, it means there is an environmental subtext to it. Ah. Though people who do good and love the earth heavily support this color of emoji, uh, but believe it or not, it is a sign of a bragging heart. Typically, your friend that volunteers probably uses it excessively. I love you so much because you compost. And uh, Wait, well, I'm, I don't understand. This heart tends to speak more on the sender's behalf than any relationship. So here it is. It's, it's like a... It's good for acquaintances, mutual friends, and probably junior varsity friends. I don't know what that so means. So my guess is what they're saying is it's your way of saying I'm environmentally inclined oh. and I want you to know about it. Oh, look so at me. So this is the I heart care. that I've chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Something like that. It's so special. So this it, isn't a good one. It's bad for anyone who wouldn't accept uh, on LinkedIn. The it's term, also good for using um, you wouldn't accept to indicate that uh, you like weed. <laughs> is it? Seriously. Yeah, okay. no doubt. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think I have seen that before. Uh, the blue heart. Uh, the blue heart. Uh, blue hearts equal bro energy, according to this. Article. Ah, the classic collegiate. Well, you guys send blue hearts back and forth to each all other, the time. right? All the yeah, time. <laughs> Could you I hurt you this much. Uh, the classic collegiate tone of royal blue just screams guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. By all means, it does not indicate a gender factor, but because it implies a form of shallow friendship. We see that you don't send this blue heart to someone you completely trust, but instead to someone you see once a month. I really enjoy our shallow friendship. Uh, it is good for random DMs on Instagram and a non-sexual context in a non-sexual context, group chats for those awkward silences, and texting your parents when they check in. Do you think the general public? No, or, or knows even this? active? No way. No. I don't think no. this is a, a common knowledge. Nope. That's why we're spreading the word. Uh, It's uh, bad for, and it says here, hard to misuse this one. Can't go wrong. So it's good for almost any situation. Okay. Can't go wrong with the blue heart. I'm going with the baby boy. All right, purple heart. Yeah, I think that's the best application. (laughs) Uh, We all know that the purple heart is a horny emoji, this says. I didn't know that. I I would think that would be applied. A purple heart would be if someone had been hurt. I would make like a military equivalency. Yeah, you think of the the, uh, the metal. The metal. And and then if someone is, is, you're saying, you know, I'm thinking about you, a purple heart if you're sick or injured. Uh, it says no. We 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 all know that the purple heart is a horny emoji, thanks to Ty Dolla Sign's purple emoji. Of course, of course, we, of course. We all know that, except for us in this room. Uh, <laughs> but despite that, it's also related to your grandpa's purple heart. If you see this cropping up in a family group chat, so there you go. Okay. Is that one of those Ty Dolla Sign hearts? Yes. <laughs> grandpa, how did you know that? I'm big fan. I like Chingy too. Uh, it says risky little heart here, having two intended completely different meanings. Yeah. Mm. It's either about grandpa or you're horny. Right, exactly. So I'm horny for grandpa. Uh it was it's good for I don't like you that way. It's good for shamelessly booty calling someone or bad for anyone whose parents you've met. So these are the uh So this is this is actually so they're saying this one is the most indicative of sexual yearnings. I guess so, horny, yeah. I just got a blue heart from a bro from high school, so thanks, Alex. What's up, bro? 
<laughs> he really cherishes your shallow friendship. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> By the way, remember I just scanned this, so I haven't yeah. seen all this on the Well, song. you're the scannerer. The scannerer. I just got a purple heart from my friend Gibby. What's that? I said, I just got a purple heart from my friend Gibby. He's oh, horny. So yeah, he wants, he's so he wants to bang yeah. it. Uh, the black heart. Ah. It says, how ironic can this emoji get that it's portrayed color ap- uh, applied on a heart? And then it's, okay, whatever. Uh, it says, well, it can because it is used ironically as well. The black heart is a symbol of deep, embarrassing, romantic love. Just imagine how your crush breaks your hopes within seconds because your heart is within their hands, making you so anxious by the minute. I think this, for me, this would indicate an ironic message. It says it's good for your soulmate. Is it? It's A bad. black heart? It's bad for someone you're very casually dating. Yeah, it says you're deeply, embarrassingly, mm. romantically in love. Like, I'm going to kill, I love you so much, I'm going to kill you if you do anything yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, that, yeah, and then, then what you do is clip out letters from an article in the newspaper and send a ransom note. Uh, if you were to receive a black heart, what would you think that well, is? My sister-in-law uses it all the time, uh, for, but she's like kind of goth. Goth-like. Oh, okay. That, you know what I mean. So that's yeah, like that's like more, even for her babies, she uses it. I see more of these colors uh, like that. You know, goth, black. You yeah. know that that kind of dark. Uh, you know, uh, appearance. Um, prison, uh, uh, prison heart. Um, and no, I'm just seeing. You know, like yellow is more fun and friendly. Yeah. It seems. You know, I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's all crocodile. Here's another one: the broken heart emoji. Okay, uh, we know what that means. Uh, what does it mean? Cardiac arrest. Yes. No. You're sad. You're yeah. sad. Something's yeah. wrong. Uh, you're broken hearted. The irony, though, disappointing your partner by milking them is a no-no. I've milked a few friends. I'm sure you have. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'll read the whole thing. <laughs> I love our shallow friendship and the way you allow me to occasionally milk you. Uh, it says, yes, we know you're upset with each other, so you fight. But is it really necessary to use this sign of a broken heart just for that one moment, even though you know you still love them? The irony, though, disappointing a partner by milking them is a no-no. Yeah. Uh, Ow, stop milking me. It's I'm good. chafing. It's good for giving your partner a hard time if they disappoint you. Yeah. It's bad for truly expressing a broken heart or shattered expectations. Why? Okay. That's what it, it is. Yeah, but it's not... If I don't know, I think th- they th- think you should really you could ju- you don't use an emoji in that. Don't case. use an emoji yeah. in yeah. that situation. Yeah. Got the, it, got however, it. I think some people uh, we are <laughs> we are slowly transitioning. At least many people are to foregoing the written word and communicating in symbols. Yeah, and 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 you'll see it all the time. Sometimes people will send me messages. I can't decipher what they're saying. <laughs> oh, me too. Right. Yeah. Me too. They I don't take a, the time. They've added a new emoji. So, like, press. I know you're not on Facebook all that often, but uh, you know when somebody posts, you can like it or love it. But they added one that I love, and it is um, it's a caring emoji, right? So, which is what now, Case? Um, it is, it's a, it's a, like a yellow emoji that's hugging a heart, right? So if somebody oh. posts something that's sad, you kind of, you don't want to give it a thumbs up, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to give it a, a heart because you're not saying, hey, I love the fact that you're in, uh, you know, pain right now. How about the turd? But so they have this new one that's like a caring well, one. Well, there is so, a sad emoji. Yeah, and there's a sad emoji, but there's another one that I think is a little bit better. It's it's I'm giving you a hug. Yeah, I've seen that used for yeah. again, like for baby, like you know, somebody right. having a new baby. Like, oh my if, gosh, oh, I'd want to hug them. If it, anybody listening has had a a complete misinterpretation 
of emojis that you've sent. Oh yeah, like you've been using them, and it's let or or you you sent one meaning something else, yeah, yeah. and they took it another way, and it actually caused miscommunication, strife, oh, totally. whatever it may be. Call right now two one five two six three WMMR because there's some where I just Steve I'm like you I'm like I don't I don't know what you're trying to tell me to that point I told you no the idea. story it was a, a woman and it was on the series that MTV ran about misunderstandings and stuff mm-hmm. like this uh, and uh, there was a murder in the town she was living in and she wanted to <gasps> express with the oh, crying God. face she sent the laughing crying well, yeah. that just happened to us i sent you guys a, a text saying like guys i'm like deathly ill i'm i'm not gonna be able to come in and nick laughed at it and then he and then, yeah, he, yeah, and, and then he sent me a Maxine. private message he was like didn't mean to laugh at you being sick sorry yeah, I hit the, okay i hit the ha ha thing when you can highlight somebody else else's text and I, that's not what i meant to do at all all i was doing was highlighting the text and i i'm laughing at kathy being ill that's great. Um, ha, yeah. ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> uh, there's a guy named uh, Didi Gregorius. He's on the on the Phil's Didi Gregorius, and he tweets after Phillies wins oh these emoji code type of things. And I, and I like him as a player. I have no idea what his tweets mean. Uh, it, but Casey it reminds me of when you come up with an emoji code type of a right? thing because it's like he'll dive deep into. Certain players and uh, it's Steve. It's baffling stuff. But how it's, much time do you think he well, spends that's, trying to figure right? that out? Yeah, and is he doing that after the games, or, or while he's in the outfield, or or do after a while <laughs> does it just become your alphabet? Right. You know. So you remember the game concentration? Yeah. Yeah. So you right, and, and you'd start to see. And I was I was good at that. Yeah. I could solve that. If you're not familiar with it, you'd have symbols and pictures and sort of, sort of like a hieroglyphics kind of thing. And you'd take the word, you, you, you'd take the pictures and it would translate into words. And they'd, phrase, they'd, yeah. they'd do sort of shortcuts to get you where you're going, a lot yeah. like these emoji codes. I was great at that. I'm lost with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. There is apparently a heart exclamation point. Yeah. Uh, it's a heart with a little dot yep. underneath it. Oh, I know cool. exactly what it is, and I never use it because I really don't ever find the reason to. Well, this heart is so lovable, lovable for its versatility, Kathy. Okay. Add is a, it? Add a dash of this to a casual crush or new boyfriend, friends, or even family because it's all good. <laughs> the heart. This heart radiates and tickles with excitement. Okay, so if I want to tickle oh my someone. God, I'm so <laughs> My dips are hard. <laughs> this heart radiates and tickles with excitement as the exclamation point below the heart implies that you genuinely love the other person's company and therefore can't wait to see them. Also use this for confirming plans at the moment as this emoji also intends uh, immediacy. Mm-hmm. It's good for relaying someone your ETA when you're meeting up, signing off a catching up session, setting date plans in place. What it's bad for are serious talks. <laughs> no, you don't want that. Do you keep a... I know people can keep a set uh, group of emojis that they go to often. <laughs> yeah. Because if you scroll through it, it's a lot of scrolling through to get to these different emojis. Well, there's an area that, that yeah. has your most used right. Yeah, right. It, it yeah. just shows up there. Yeah. Do you think that the purple heart emoji indicating horniness has anything to do with people got tired of using the eggplant emoji and they're both purple? Because people would use eggplant as, to indicate know. that I'm yeah, I'm turned know. on, and I want to know if like where did the horniness get attached to purple hearts, purple. or um, are is it just more um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's like a codish, right? Like, so, okay, so like tongue in cheek almost. Well, not tongue in cheek, but like if I were to send something like that to let's say my wife and my. 
child has her phone in her hand. Oh. Hey, Mom, why is Dad sending you an eggplant emoji? Hey, Steve, remember growing up, the, the color for green, for, for horny, was green. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know why, I don't know where it made the... Uh, because the, of the, the environment. Switch, I guess so. Yeah. Hey, Meredith texted me uh, from Helium, who brings the comedians in, and she said, uh, I haven't had that, but um, I have sent com- um, I've sent comedians the red heart if they send me something that I've loved, and now I'm rethinking it. <laughs> okay. So she's sending the comedians the red heart. I'm going to go through more on this list, but let me get a couple of calls just to get these in here. I'm going to go to Nicole. Hey, Nicole, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Nicole. So this is not an emoji, but this is a uh, kind of a uh, an abbreviation that you yeah. uh, had gotten or your aunt had gotten incorrect. What's the story? Yeah. So my aunt, uh, she has two daughters about my age and we're all pretty close. And they they were telling me that I guess uh, a couple years ago she was sending LOL whenever they would let her know, like, oh, my friend's dad just died. And she was sending LOL. Oh and it turned. She thought oh it meant lots of love. Lots oh, of love. Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> yeah. How? Okay. Somebody had to have a talk with her, right? Oh yeah. Like finally, they said, "Mom, what do you think this means?" And she said, "Well, I'm saying lots of love because you said your friend's dad died." And they were like, "Jesus, no, that's not what that means." Oh, that yeah, that could be a disaster. It's like oh, on a Modern funny. Family. Phil Dunphy thought uh, WTF was why the frown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, Nicole, thank you. Yep. I yeah, that, that's, that's, that's dangerous. Uh, I'll go to Dennis. Hey, Dennis, good morning, sir. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, my man. What's up? My mom, who's 94, sent poop emojis out on Valentine's Day because she thought they were Hershey kisses. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. Yes. They oh sort of look like Hershey's yeah, kisses. Yeah. yeah. They're in that shape. They're just kind of... They look benevolent. Maybe <laughs> yeah. a little melted, but... Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I love it, Dennis. What did she think when everybody told her? Uh, she... She, uh, she was like, oh, really? That's poop? I didn't know. So. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully she saw the humor in it. Thanks, Dennis. I appreciate it. All right, here's another one. The two static pink hearts. So there's a, there's right, a, yeah. a large pink heart and then a little, a little pink heart just it. off above it and to the right. I use that a lot. It says, okay, talk about being super flirtatious. Ooh. Oh. Use this emoji when you start dating someone because it's good to be fun and teasing in the beginning of a relationship. So it's a, like, a, like a steady stream of hearts. Getting you all excited. And hey, who's to say this can't be used for BFFs, Kathy? Ooh. It has okay, a, yeah. uh, a very you and I until the end of time and no one understands us vibes as well. Right. It's good for dating someone new you really like, flirty DM slides, the constant <laughs> talks <laughs> with you and your BFF. It's for my favorite flirty DM slides. It's bad for someone you're about to break up with or anyone you can sense is in you, in, is into you more you're than you. You are in me. You are of them. Exactly. Uh, hang on. Let me go to another call here. Uh, I'm going to go to Cole. Hi, Cole. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. What's up, buddy? Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you. I uh, had a friend post on Facebook one time that they were in a new relationship, and I went to hit the wow emoji, and I didn't realize I hit the angry emoji. Oops. (laughs) And And later that night, I got a phone call from my friend saying, hey, man, like, are are we cool? (laughs) Do do you like my girlfriend or something? Is this, uh, did you guys used to date? 
And uh, I I didn't even realize it. I had to go back on and change it. So he finally explained. Did he say to you, because you sent an angry emoji, did you even realize you'd done that? No, I hadn't even noticed. And yeah. uh, I guess everyone reading the post probably thought that I had a crush on her or something. <laughs> and uh, I was upset about them dating, which was not the case at all. Oh, I man. Was actually, I was surprised that he was dating <laughs> anyone because he didn't seem like a, uh, a housewife kind of girl to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Thanks, Cole. Appreciate it. All right. Here's one. The orbiting pink hearts. Uh-huh. Okay. So there's a little, there's a heart. Swoosh. Regular, yeah, exactly. Regular size heart emoji, then a small one that's kind of behind the heart, and like Kathy said, it's got a little swoosh indicating movement. Okay. Uh, it's also known as the mind meld heart, like a Vulcan mind meld. Exactly, because it is intended for when you and someone else are on the same level about something uh, and jinx each other. Oh. So you and Casey could use that, uh, Kathy. Look, I thought I'm you never did that if heart. she was a singer. No, no she was, was a dancer. dancer. Jinx. Oh my God. That's what it means. It's good for heavy talks via text and accepting an apology for giving. I've never loved you. For giving someone and apologizing to someone yourself. Hmm. Really? Apologizing to yourself? Uh, And apologizing to someone yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, oh, meaning you you can use it as an apology acceptance or when you're actually apologizing. Okay. So. Man, I would not know this. No. I would not be able to decide for this. I would not know. Okay, how about this one? The vibrating pink heart. Anybody want to guess? Uh, arrhythmia? So it's a heart, and it's got these little uh, almost like oh yeah, yeah. comma-type things that go above it, indicating that it's it's moving oh. back and forth. Uh, so. b- b- rapidly pounding? You're, like like, excited? It says here, just like the heart is rocking, you are also vibing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you appreciate the other person, and believe it or not, this emoji is a good apology heart, no matter what end of the apology you're on. It's saying, all is forgiven, or I understand and still accept you as you are. I, a, <clears throat> this, just, to me, would indicate like a heart flutter, like a, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you're going to apologize, use That's words. That's a bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Just use words. Say you're sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Use yeah, your right. words. Yeah. But, text is already impersonal enough. <laughs> I mean, you're not calling the person. It's good for apologies, confessions of love, and crushes, and it's bad for platonic relationships. We're exploring the different colored heart emojis. I now didn't realize into... there are all these freaking hearts. All right. Now, this one, I can get me sound like Charlie Sheen there yeah. for a second. Freaking hearts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the pink heart growing in size. So it's a, a pink heart, and then it's got an outline of a right. little bit larger heart, and then yeah. an outline of a little bit larger heart above that. So it says this heart is a tricky one to interpret. See, I thought I would. They're see all it as, tricky. I would see it as your love is growing. Grow, that's exact. Right? This to me seems more obvious than the other ones. There's no cage on my penis. No cage on my <laughs> penis. I'm ready to let it out and let's go. Let it grow. Bring that bull in here and let me start the camera. It says here though. Uh, it is growing in size. The intended portrayal of the emoji is never the case. Oh. It says Grinch much. <laughs> oh my Who God. Wrote this? What 12 year old girl wrote this? However, some emoji scholars. Really? Scholars, huh? Yes. Interpret this as a beating heart. So it is likely a complimentary emoji to send and receive. But unfortunately, they're all, they're wrong as well. It's good for an apology tour after terrorizing Whoville. 
What? And bad for every other oh. context. In other words, try not to use the samosa so much at all. It does kind of resemble the Grinch's heart growing. Oh, but gotcha. that's a good but sign that, that Grinch's growing. heart yeah. grew came what, five times or whatever yeah. when the spirit of Christmas entered his soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he died from an enlarged heart. Yeah. Burst yeah. <laughs> through his chest. Yeah, and he fell off the cliff. I mean, you can't live that way. Let me go to Katie. Hi, Katie. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. You guys rock. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Uh, what about an emoji mishap you had? So um, my husband and I, he, he is um, currently pursuing immigration. He lives in England. Right. Uh, this whole first year of marriage, we expected not to see each other, um, but he ended up getting stuck here because of COVID and quarantine. So our first six months together, we didn't expect to be together, and he's never really seen my text messages with other people or how I exchange text messages. I sent heart emojis out the wazoo, like heart eye emojis. Um, so the smiley face of the two little hearts. Yeah. I yeah. That so, means you love what you're looking at, or you love what you saw. Yeah, so, and, like, or, basically, I send that to all my girlfriends, all my guy friends, my family, everyone. And he was using my computer for work for the first time. And my phone is linked to my computer. So all of my text messages came up, and he just sees emojis to numbers he's never seen before. And he freaks out because he thinks that I was only sending that to him. And he said, well, you know, where I come from, none of my friends are sending heart emojis to everyone. <laughs> so it ended up being very much like he thought I was flirting with people. Uh-huh. I'm like, you understand that's my grandmother I'm sending heart emojis to, right? <laughs> well, see, I, I look at this and I, I see, I think, looking through the eyes of love, looking looking like... I do, too. Yeah. I, I don't exactly. see this as I love what I see. But, yeah. But, uh, Casey, that's kind of what you interpret it as? Well, kind, yeah. I mean, kind of like uh, if you're, you know, commenting on, let's say, a picture of a mother with her child. It's like, oh, exactly. I love that. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't. So, I, I, to me, I would think this is, oh, I'm in, I, I love this. I'm in love with. It all depends on how you communicate and who yeah. you're communicating with. And, you know, you can get a, a, a direct message, a DM over Instagram uh, from somebody responding. So if Kathy posted a picture on her or on our stories, right, I can highlight that, hit hit a button and send this uh, emoji, the, the smiley face with the heart eyes as a response to what Kathy has posted. To me, it's just indicating I'm loving what I'm looking at. But to somebody else, it could be like I'm hitting on Kathy. You know, right. you know, there, there right. are all sorts of different ways to misinterpret what somebody's sending in the first place. I know. Yeah. And and my intent would just be like, oh, Kathy, that picture was cool. I'm enjoying looking at it. Mm. But but if, if Dennis were the jealous, jealous type or whatever, he could look at it and say, oh, my God, I'm hitting on Kathy. When, in fact, that's not the case at all. No, Katie, in fact, you find joy in her sickness. I would never hit on her. Yeah. And I like when she's sick. Katie, did you did you guys straighten it out, I guess? Oh yeah, you still stuck here with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. By the way, guys, pull up your phone. Okay. Which 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 emojis do, do you are in your most used? If you pull up a text message and you go to um the emojis. Yeah, I know, I, I the know mine. One. I know mine without even looking at them. I use yeah. the crying, laughing all yep. the time. The the straight face and then the tilted head. I'll give you my my top 5, okay? Uh thumbs up is number 1. Uh, the just straight up smiling emoji with teeth, with eyes closed. Uh, then the crying, laughing, not the one that's tilted to the side, just the the regular right, one. Right, right. Uh, the 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 red heart, and then for some reason I have a, a palm tree here. <laughs> you were talking about your backyard. Okay, but I, I. But if you use it, if you use an emoji in any form of communication, Instagram, whatever, it'll show up in the most recently used as the most recently. Okay, I yeah. thought this was most often used. It's both. All right, because and then my other one is the uh, is the like the devil horns. 
Oh. Uh, or that with your hand. Okay. The rock. Yeah, rock the rock. Yeah, 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 the rock yeah. and roll. Yeah. That's one I use a lot. How about you, Case? Uh, tacos, donuts, pizza, <laughs> uh, ice cream. No, Are I'm kidding. Are you serious? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it, it basically the same as yours, Press. Uh, the crying, right. laughing one, thumbs up. Uh, I think I'm recently used the uh, throwing up one, uh, and then the shrug one, and then a green heart. Okay. Anybody else? I have the, the red heart, um, the smiling face, the uh, birthday symbols, uh, you know, the, 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 the cake the, the, and, and the package, yeah. and a cat. Okay. <laughs> cat. Uh, so the the two crying are always my top two, and then I have uh, uh, like with the hand on the head, like oh my god, I can't believe I did that, you know, oh, like okay. a mistake. Uh, the salsa dancer lady is yeah. in there. I have two flowers, and then I have the uh, the kiss emoji. Okay, I also have uh, Gene Simmons. Uh, so I'll communicate with my brothers over text quite a bit, and uh, we all watch Flyers games at different paces. My brother Josh is in Colorado. My brother Adam's in Virginia. And so sometimes we will be watching it on a delay. And in order to avoid a text conversation to spoil the game for the other person, we use the SOS emoji. <laughs> and for some reason, the trident emoji. Okay. So those have shown up. A lot. Uh, and then I posted a picture about a hot dog and a hamburger. So that's on there as well. Hey, what's the upside down smiley face supposed to be? That I don't like know. Like silly? Like I, I don't know. What did I do? Just, I, I'm, I'm looking at these and a I realize. below the equator smile? The overwhelming majority of them I don't, I don't even give the time of day to so huh okay all right listeners just a couple so, more in here and then we gotta take a break silliness what? sarcasm Sarc- aggression. again it okay. can mean sodomy a whole bunch of different sodomy, sodomy to steve because he's disgusting <laughs> the other side all right then there's the uh sparkle heart it's got a little uh it's got a couple little like um i guess like stars uh it's called the neutral good of heart emojis you can't really by the way this is from cosmo that's where you can't really go wrong using I'm a Cosmo this, girl. this heart because it doesn't have any sense of romantic implications. It's a cute, playful package. Yeah. So use this freely in almost any type of conversations to relay a message of I appreciate you without being too burdensome. It says it's good for anything else and it's bad for uh, everything else. It's hard to go wrong here, it says. <laughs> heart with an arrow through it. Um, it said this, uh, this heart is sadly less used and they're often uh, forgotten by most. And therefore, uh, forgot my most. As to why, when you do see one, it is best to read into the meaning of it carefully. So do send with caution, as it likely will be scrutinized by the receiver. Though traditionalists would believe this is a symbol of new love. I would see that, right? The Cupid's arrow through yeah. the heart. The reality is that there are also so many other heart emojis to symbolize new love that this one gets unappreciated. It says, good for your long-term significant other of several years where truly nothing is new anymore. Nothing. Wow. Nothing is new. Or uh, bad for that platonic friend you've always thought was kind of cute. All right. This is way too much to I process. know. I know. Listen, I've only got two more. I'll do All right. Let's because we got to take a break. Uh, pink heart wrapped with ribbon. All right. Boy, are you lucky when you have the freedom to use this heart contently, it says. Oh, wow. It sounds exciting. It's the unironic, my heart is yours for the taking emoji. Really hard to justify this in any non-romantic relationship. So good for someone you're totally smitten with. Well, send it to your brothers during the hockey game, Nick. Bad for uh, if you're not on equal footing in this situationship. It says it again. Situationship. And then the last one is the purple text box heart. It says, wait, people actually use this? What is this? You know what? Never mind. Come on now. It's unacceptable. Full stop. There are so many other choose to choose from. Okay. I've never seen this one. I, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, me either. I think it's at the way end where there's a whole bunch of... Boxes. Well, they're all symbols. symbols. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, symbols yeah, and right. boxes, all symbols. yeah. 
Uh, hang on a second here. Uh, let me go to one last call because she's been on hold for 15 minutes. I'm going to go to Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Hi, how are you guys? Good. What's up, Rebecca? First of all, I just want to say you guys rock. Oh, well, thank, thank you. We love you. Kathy, you're my favorite. Aww. Oh, hi, Rebecca. Um, so I actually found it really funny that purple means, um, like, the horny yeah. emoji. Yeah. Because actually, so I, like, follow this one K-pop group. They're super popular, BTS. I don't know if you've heard of them or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big fan myself. Yeah, so actually, um, that the purple heart is used by, like, their fans because one of the members says, I purple you, which pretty much means, like, I'll love you forever. So hearing that as, like, one of their fans <laughs> is funny to me. Um, but also um, on social media, like, I use so many emojis and stuff. And the upside-down smiley face, because uh-huh. we're talking about that before, can mean, like, oh, really? Like, you're putting, like, the upside-down smiley face or, like, you're being sarcastic or you're kind of, like, annoyed, I guess. And you'll, like, put that as, like, a sign that you're annoyed. So that could be, like, a meaning for it, too. Okay. Okay. I so upside-down smiling face could indicate you're annoyed. Like, annoyed or, like, um, like you know, you're being shady or, like. All right. Know, yeah. Okay, or suspicious, perhaps? Suspicious, almost like shady. Like, you're kind of being, like, um, not so much suspicious, but, like, um, I don't know. You're ta- Like, you're subtweeting someone or you're, like, talking about someone and you're, like, putting an upside-down smiley face. Huh. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no clue. <laughs> but, I, but, you know. But I appreciate it, yes. Rebecca. And you're a BLM fan. Uh-huh. I mean, a, a yeah. BTS fan. Yes. BLM. Bacon <laughs> lettuce yeah, and yeah. Uh, mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Rebecca. We appreciate it. All right, see you later. Okay, well, I can't keep up with this. I, I know, and listen, you know, it is it is what you make it out to be. So hopefully, just when you send some of these, uh, people have the same interpretation as the message you're trying to convey. Uh, I, you know, if only there were actual words to describe what you were saying. Right. <laughs> right. All right, let's take a break and remind you we have a secret text word chance to win the complete first season of uh, Batwoman text word secret three nine three three three. We're going to come back in a little bit, so make sure you stay with us. Hey gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead, pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. I believe we have a butt plug. We do have a butt plug. Yeah. Where do you plug? And it? it's a feline butt plug. Oh. Uh, my wife's charity, uh, Max Fund, which she's been running and doing a great job with, got a wonderful matching donation uh, from Arm & Hammer up to $5,000. So if you donate any money to Max Fund, we top out of $5,000, they'll match that. That could mean ten grand for Max Fund. And that goes directly to fund the TNR voucher program for forgotten cats. This helps community cats in the Philadelphia area. It goes to maxfund.com and they will disperse it and make a big difference. So obviously, listen, there are tons of charities and, and you support whatever you feel moved to. But if you're an animal person and a, a cat person, the, the finances have gone down. And, and obviously, they're having a hard time 
collecting money for these animals. So, again, all you have to do is donate, and they will match it, which is amazing. Arm & Hammer is committed to helping cats find caring pet parents through animal shelters. Learn more by visiting www.felinegenerous.com. Arm & Hammer believes every cat deserves to be adopted. They've been great. Hashtag Feline Generous is their hashtag. And all the information is on PrestonandSteve.com. It's, just, it's a wonderful thing for them to out of the blue step up and do. And uh, it's, 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 a, it's a great thing. It's sort of like found money, and it could make a big difference. So thank you. Cool. Uh, and I just wanted to say hi to... Oh, sorry. I forgot about that it was a butt plug. Um, I just wanted to say hi to uh, a guy named Willie. So he owns uh, this deli in Austin, Texas, and it's called Way South Philly. Oh, yeah. You, okay. Yeah. And so my sister-in-law lives in Austin, and, and so she went into the, the deli, and he kind of has it set up where, like, you know, like the right left corner is Reading Terminal Market. Wow. and that, Yeah, so he has, like, different parts of, of Philly in his deli. And she said when she walked in, he had MMR playing... Oh. Uh, on the radio in the deli. So I just wanted to say hi to him. Uh, I didn't know that we've, that was out there. We've stuff to him. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, for him to like hang on the walls and stuff. Yeah, so apparently he's a, he's a big MMR fan and, and listens to us in his deli in uh, Texas. That's great. He's in Austin? Austin, yeah. Casey, you, have you been there? I ha- Well, no, not to there. I've been to Austin. Right. Um, but I don't. I want to say I didn't know about it until after I was already gone. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to look at where, uh, yeah, Willie Pierce, I think that's yeah, yeah, yeah. We sent, we should have a, um, we ha- should have pictures, uh, signed pictures up on the uh, wall somewhere. Okay, okay. yeah. Cause We're I- looking at a uh, photo of the place on our screen. It's really cool. It's got uh, white and black checkerboard uh, <laughs> floors. It's great. Real diner feel to it, even though it's a uh, it's a deli. There's an old Donkey Kong uh, stand up arcade game. I love it. And all kinds of uh, autographed merchandise. I love it. That's and she fantastic. said it was the best cheesesteak she had since she moved out there. Okay. Yeah, nice. I believe he had, like, uh, Amoroso rolls sent down there and stuff. Yeah, I've been talking with that guy since 2011. And by the way, we've got we to gotta get our buddy from Louisiana up here to get a cheesesteak so his buddy can have a cheesesteak. Oh, right. no, we, we have not dropped through. the ball on that. We haven't. No, we just haven't done it because of still flight restrictions. I mean, there's not really flight restrictions, but just still being safe with the pandemic. We are going to get to that. We have not forgotten, but if you miss the story, uh, there's a guy who lives locally who had um, lived in Louisiana. He moved here, has never had a cheesesteak. He he made a he made a, a vow with sort his of a buddy, blood oath. His buddy Tiger is his Tiger, name, yeah, down in Louisiana, that he wouldn't have a cheesesteak until Tiger came up here to visit him. Tiger's never been up to visit him, and it's been how many years? Uh, like, like since two thousand thirteen, like, I think it was. Something along here, those yeah, lines. Yeah. It's been several it's been years. Too long. And we are gonna we're gonna fly Tiger up here, so Mike can finally have a freaking cheesesteak. But we gotta wait for the right moment. So we're he, we're still gonna do that, uh, even if it's just at the airport, even yeah. if it's through a protective plexiglass. We'll get it done. We need to. Uh, real quick, I have a shout out. Then we're gonna get in some stuff. Uh, this is uh, hey PNS crew Gadzooks hoping to get a uh, a shout out to my incredible warrior wife Kimberly. Ah. Pregnant with her first child, her water broke around 9 a.m. Tuesday morning. It's a short story I'm going to tell you here. And uh, due to some infection risk, required us uh, to go right to the hospital rather than uh, laboring at home until our contractions were close together. We listened to the show wrap up as we made our way to Penn Medicine Princeton Medical Center. I texted Nick an attached picture that I have here with my MMR face mask once we got settled <laughs> into our L&D room. Uh, what we didn't expect was the next two days would involve Kim going through an intense, nearly 49-hour labor. Oh, my God. 37 of which were without any pain meds. With only about five hours of sleep, that may even be a generous number, while wearing a face mask the whole time due to COVID-19 protocols, only to find out the baby had been in breach 
and required Aww. a cesarean. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they, they tried the labor for all those hours. They, yeah. However, through it all, Kim labored like a warrior, staying strong for both her and our baby. Uh, they've been together for 13 years. He said, after about 20 years since I started listening to Preston and Steve, all 8 pounds, 11 ounces, 20.5 inches of this newest Preston and Steve MMR listener, Liam Henry Gunning, was brought into this world. Uh, so he wanted to shard out to his wife. You want to get a uh, crank him on for that case? Okay, that's yeah, a massive amount of labor for yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt. And here we go. Yeah! So that's from Chris Gunning, and it says, P.S., I don't know if this makes you feel older or you guys more saddened, but, if you, but uh, just looking at the gap... Of time and years, my not even a day old newborn son is closer to the age I was when I started listening to the show <laughs> than I am at the age today. I was 11 when I started, and I'm 31 now. The hell? What's here's going a, on here? What's ho- the emoji for that? Here's hoping for many, many more years of kick-ass rock and presidency laughs on MMR for Liam to grow up listening to just like his daddy did. Doesn't that freak you out when you have ki- like kids who listen to the show or with the adult parents who started listening when they were kids? Yes. Chris is a great guy. He used to work at the ballpark. He worked in the uh, Diamond Club behind Home Plate and uh, sold beers and hot dogs and stuff like that. And uh, so we worked at, at the for the Phils for a long time and then paid for himself to go through college. But he's been a loyal PNS listener for a long time. So congrats, man. That's awesome. Excellent. Hey, uh, Marissa brought something up. We were having a phone call last night that was about um, online shopping. And Marissa, you had you've. You feel that you've been kind of, you've been scammed a few times, or what's the story? Oh, I don't feel it. I've been flat out scammed twice. Okay. Over COVID. I, um, I'm i not an online shopper. I love going to stores and like picking up an item, feeling it, see if I decide to like it, especially when it comes to clothes shopping. Stroking it. Yeah, you know, rubbing it on the <laughs> yeah, thing. Um, no, so um, I totally <laughs> fell into an Instagram ad, and I got this company. I guess I can say it, right? Because Yeah, because yeah, they're in China. Yeah. Body. <laughs> This company was called Fresh Bias, and they had the coolest looking concert t-shirts. Bias, B-I-A-S, or by us? B-I-A-S. Okay. So this Fresh actually, bias. Marissa, to, the, to your point, Kathy was mentioning something that pertains to this in the news this morning about the, the level of scam that yeah. has gone up in, in uh, you know, in, in the in the post-COVID or, or yeah. hopefully towards the end and of the COVID o- scenario. The overall report, the, the number one that's getting scammed is online shopping. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I... Um, Clicked on this this uh, uh, company link. I even sent it to some friends. I was like, really cool T-shirts. If anybody wants some, I'm going to put in an order. <laughs> and it followed me around for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then I went on the site and I scrolled down and I was like, all right, I need everything on this site. And so I ordered this awesome Nirvana shirt and this Sublime shirt and this yeah. really cool Dancing Bears Grateful Dead shirt. And I was like, I am going to put Preston's T-shirt game oh. to shame. <laughs> I'm so excited for these T-shirts. And then they like weren't coming and then it was a couple weeks and a couple more weeks and the first one package arrived and it was a dress and it was trash and I was like all right that was just the dress I'm sure the t-shirts are gonna be awesome and then the t-shirts come and they are terrible in fact I brought one in so the okay. real quick while she's pulling that out let me I just want to explain what this is so a lot of times and, and I don't know for sure that this is a, com- a company in China but a lot of times it is and what they do is so the, the pictures that they'll use will be from an actual retailer that sells those shirts right. and what they'll do is they'll try they'll try to do a knockoff of it but uh, it but what you're looking at is yeah. not their product okay I want to see if Mercer's coming into the studio mm-hmm. with oh, the serious thing right. do it over here and 
Uh, what this the is, hell is that? It's a, it's a dancing bears uh, kind of tank top. It, but the not. material is like um, it's when, really thin. It's like that material when there's like a printed uh, a photo on the outside. Like there's always oh yeah, I know what you're talking like about. Like you get the the cheapy like image. you get on like the boardwalk. Well, exactly. here, here, like, the, let, let me comment on like this. That. Like the Phillies, like big Chase Utley, all like an entire tops card is the shirt. It's it's not so it's not uh, you, you it's not as if you 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 got something. I was thinking you weren't getting anything at all. Yeah, well, and a lot so- of times what happens when I see these things. And I think, Preston, you do exactly what I do. I look for the, the company, and I find it on another site. I usually go to Amazon that's or, or look, 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 you know, that's so that's sort of a, a level of protection. Yeah. And if it's not there, I won't get it. My li- yeah, my light-up shoes that I got, I yeah. saw them on Instagram because Instagram knows me so well. Yes, it does. And then I went to Amazon, and I bought them Wait. on Amazon. Hang on. I'm looking at the picture here. Marissa looks exactly the same. No, it does not. Look, let me see. Let, hold Preston, it up. let me see. Can I see? Look, the inside of the it. shirt on the website is actually dyed and colored, and it's cotton. And the one you're holding Wait. is But see, Preston, you, right. you don't understand that. Like, like to, to me, the, I, I understand what she's saying. Like, for you, that's probably not a big deal. But, like, this picture that they're using is not their picture. This is You're not getting that product. I, I would say that that was it. It looks no. exactly it, no, It's not it's their not. look. It's, it's not. At all. Because it's like Marissa three extra said, bears. the inside of the <laughs> yeah. shirt no, 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 in the no, no, picture no. is is fully dyed through. It's not necessarily. It's held up against something that's opaque. No, the no. one on the website is cotton, and it looks like yeah. something you'd buy at like Free People. And the one in your hand looks like. But that's the okay. thing when you're press is making a face. But when you look when when you look at that and you see the description, you like when we shop for things, we know the material we're getting. I would never buy you know a, a certain material. Where does you're, it say here that it's cotton? Well, it probably is in the description. Low, can low, you read the can description. You, can you lower the page there, Connor, and see if there's a. Uh... Yeah. If there's a description that says what it is. All right. Right next. Summer, uh, multicolor. Polyester. Cotton polyester blend. It's a cotton polyester blend. I submit to you. you. Look at the bottom of the t-shirt. Let me see the bottom of this t-shirt. I don't call that a scam at all. It's a 100% a scam. And isn't this an indictment of America? No, look at the bottom of that shirt. That is not even close to the same shirt. No, it's not exactly. You're right. So, obviously, if you're very... Says poly cotton cotton polyester right here yep. on the tag. But my point is, is that picture is not a cotton polyester blend. All right, so here's the here's the rest of the story. All right, I, the stuff I got is trash. It's it's junk. I'm just gonna flat out say it. Right. I mean, it was sixteen dollars. So that's okay. the thing. So it was like sixteen dollars, but I bought like eight of these. I bought a really cool Johnny Cash one. All these ones. All right. I had gone on the site and it said easy returns. If you don't like it, return right. it within 15 days. By the way, I still haven't even gotten the last package of shirts yet, so it's All been right. more than 15 days. Every email I've sent to the company, I get bounce backs. Server demon does not exist. Oh, man. Like, it flat out does not exist as a company. I can't find it anywhere. I can't find any reviews of the company. Oh, no, I found reviews right away. Wait, where did you find Saying reviews? Saying it's a scam. Fresh bias is a scam. That, that's what these reviews are saying. See, I have a problem with when I read reviews, I only find the ones that I want to see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I see a couple issues here. How many things did you order? Uh, Like 10 things. How many things did not come? Two, so Okay, so you've gotten eight things, all right, and and, uh, they're not exactly up to snuff. Um, you, you, they're on the cheaper level, right? They're terrible. But, and so like, if this happened and I got <laughs> scammed once, like whatever, but then I ordered from this other company called Shein. 
which is like a pretty big company. It's yeah. worldwide. People follow it. Um, and I ordered a couple things. I'm returning like four of them. Same problem. I went to the customer service. Uh, but Shein does the exact same thing. The only they do thing the, you can they do. use pictures that are not theirs. Yep. So I'm okay with that. Like, but but as long as returns were available, I was fine with it. So I start typing in like the customer service thing. Um, what is your problem? And and it's a bot. So I um, oh my head no, hurts. My order number doesn't exist anywhere. So like I have this like HRQ four zero zero zero. I type it in. Your order number does not exist. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I put it in the little bot, and it's like, uh, a return problem? Yes. Well, da 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 And it keeps botting me back, and then I pretty much keep getting well, stuck well, in this. Well, 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 hold on. Also, Let me just well, tell her. Most times, when you order from China, you can't return it. Even if it says you can re- That's why you have right. to look up the company, because and, and also on Amazon as well, because I, you can get things um, from overseas on Amazon, and just and just know you, you're not going to be able to return well, here's, it. If you do, the shipping is going to be more than you probably paid for the right. product. Here's right. the deal with Amazon. You'll, you'll see if you buy through Amazon, you'll see buying options, and a lot of times those, buying, those are other people. And and so we, there are some that are certified vetted through Amazon. I very rarely do I see something that's not that they can't guarantee. But I but I if I if I don't see enough to vet this and have an identifiable company, uh, I don't buy from it. So so I always see does it exist on multiple sites, and I and, and I will not buy it through the Instagram thing. I will not buy it. Through that little window that pops up, as what you do, Preston. If I can find it on another company, if I can find it through Amazon, something that's yeah. vetted, then I purchase it. I'll if do I a little screenshot of yeah. it and then look it up later on. Well, that, and that's the thing too. Like Instagram has. That's a how t- I got my tactical shovel. Has a ton of these companies, like these clothing companies, that are just, um, you know, trying to knock off some stylish clothes, and you just have to know you're good. It might be good. It. Mm, probably and that's what I always go into when I order something I'm like okay I'm taking a shot here it might be crappy yeah and then but I'm not like you I don't return it I'll just I'll get some use out of it and then yeah. I'll get rid of it but if you and and that's a good thing that you like you said you look on Amazon to see if you can get it there because if you if you google it and you, you search for that product if you see that same exact picture on other sites it, that's not the product I you're will also get. I will also look for if you do uh if you look for the actual company and make and vet the company yeah, yeah, it's yeah. listed there yeah. and and honestly it behooves you to see what other people are saying like you just did to see what the if you see a whole bunch of complaints or just a couple of complaints don't don't buy it all right i learned like my lesson all right. <laughs> but uh, i do steve i do the same thing if i refuse to buy things on a website if it exists on amazon or something like that but these shirts were so cool <laughs> and the other and the other that's how they get you they know that you're a trendy little Rocker chick. Right, there was this other one I got fed up as a Beastie Boys shirt, and I was like, God, I want it so bad. Here's the way. Get it. And then Kathy followed the other account, so I was like, Well, this wait, is what is it? In. What's the other account? The Shein. I think you follow. I follow the rep, the, the girl in L.A. who uh, models the clothes because she's hilarious, and I love her. But I know to not order from Shein. So they're the only. What about ones. Charlie Shein? <laughs> I got a response via Instagram. Freaking great shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, they they are a legit company, but you you they're they're. They're not. They're not sending you what they're promoting. What, what the, the pictures that they're using. I understand that, but their customer service just doesn't exist. I keep I, getting bounce backs because because you can't technically call <laughs> okay. over there okay. unless. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to teach. I, you. Well, I want to go to some calls and stuff here, but but anyhow, I, I look at these things as. <laughs> I was. I, I felt as, I was like like at a TED talk. I know. I, I look at we, these things. Let's as do a podcast later. The okay. photos of these products are like when you go look at real estate. So yeah. You've been looking at a home. You see these fabulous pictures online, or maybe yeah. a. Or maybe an Airbnb or something like that. And then you get there and you see that they've artfully taken these photos and used 
filters and things, they made it look as good as it possibly can look. And but it's that, not going to be quite that simple. That's why, say, that's why. Let me just say one thing. That, that's not the case with this, okay? It, no, what it would be like, let me tell you, somebody used a picture of my house to sell new construction. They were not building my house. It wasn't even the same builder. Do you know what I'm saying? That's fraud. That's a fraud. The actual, that's fraud. As opposed to the actual house that they were building or a rendering of it. Instead, they used a picture of my house. That's not what they got. It's the same thing here. They're using someone else's picture. And I wouldn't be mad if I bought one T-shirt and it was crap and I threw it out the window. But, like, I've invested so much time going in these circles and, like, reaching uh, an- out to PayPal. Another piece of advice. Another piece of advice. If you if you are leery, buy one or two things. Don't buy ten things from the company <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, you want to right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Marissa, you know what you do? Now, now you post it on the yard sale sites and you sell them there for, and at least you'll get a portion of your said, money yeah, back. Just sell it for cheaper than they listed. Let me, let me go to Rob. Hey, Rob, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, Rob? Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, it's uh, this is Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so right. I bought, I he does funny voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah. I bought sunglasses on uh, Instagram, and they were 40 bucks, $10 for shipping. Um, when I finally got them, and I ordered men's aviator sunglasses, I got women's plastic frame sunglasses in their place. Huh. Um, black and forth with emails. Uh, they came from Malaysia, apparently. And um, it, it, long story short, they told me they recommend me trying to sell them to get my money back. Versus, uh, oh, that's uh, ridiculous! Hey, why don't you sell them to some other sucker? Yeah, yeah that's much. so. And I, that's that's what some of these companies do. They they it's such a pain in the ass for you to follow up on that that you eventually the overwhelming majority will will give up on it. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's Thanks, why Tom. that coverage, that protection, that the PayPal protection, and other stuff like that. I ordered something, a composter. It seems to be the topic today for me. But I uh, uh, and uh, through Amazon, the company was delayed in, in sending it, and I, I sent immediately. I, I'm it's taking too long. Okay, immediate refund. Having okay. that extra level of protection that that helps. I'm going to go to Eric. Eric, good morning. You guys rock. Wow. Thank you, Eric. What's up, bud? First, I'm going to preface this. Unless it's from the official people, I would never buy a T-shirt because the band or whoever or whatever movie is not getting their residuals. That's number one. Okay. Number two, okay, I don't know if I can mention the name of the company I did to your screener, so I won't, but there is an online shopping site, fairly popular, kind of newer. They were offering, and Steve, you'll know what I'm talking about. They were offering two sixth-scale Darth Vader action figure, posable action figures from Sideno. Right. And they, it was ridiculously cheap. It was like twenty five or thirty bucks for two of them. This is like a, like a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars. Yeah, they th- those things retail for like two hundred bucks a piece. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, oh great, I can get this. Blah blah blah. I'm not thinking anything of it. Not only were they not six scale, but I only got one. They were the three and three quarter inch action figures. It was an older Darth Vader figure, and it had a blue lightsaber. It's like Kathy, the Boba Fett that you ordered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she got, she got, they, they, they were, it was ridiculous. They came with a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Oh my, you gotta be kidding no, me! But, but that, so, so it, it says up here, it was Etsy, is what you were talking about, correct? Yeah, exactly. But isn't Etsy more for for it is. for? for, you know for for Crap. people that people Make that don't stuff. people who don't have a shop online, they right. can use Etsy to sell their mostly handmade items. So okay. I wouldn't be buying action figures and stuff Neither like that I. on Etsy. <laughs> also, you can use so, PayPal through Etsy, and if you get scammed, usually PayPal will back you. Thank you, Eric. Uh, well, you know what? For for 
like 15, 20 bucks, whatever it is, I was like, is it really worth my yeah, time? Yeah, right, 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 right. I just learned not to order quote-unquote bootleg crap on the internet. Anymore. Don't order bootleg crap. Spend your exactly. money, uh, you know, elsewhere. You By usually way, get what you pay for. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Casey had asked me the other day if we could do a swap shop some morning because oh, yeah. he's got some stuff he wants to well, it's like we did Nick's trade. garage sale. Yeah, does anybody want to trade me oh, a, no, we're a doing kayak for a six-person inflatable hot tub? <laughs> I think that's a good one. Ooh. Are you there? Is that hot? All right, so Your hot tub fully works. Like, let's put this together. Yeah. Inflatable And hot see tub. if we have stuff that we want to move. I, like, so, like, good stuff. So, actual stuff? Like, really yeah. good stuff. Because oh, I have some it? stuff that might be good that people might want. Yeah. I'm looking for something. Yeah. What are you looking for? I'm looking for... A six-person inflatable hot I'm, tub? No, and the reason <laughs> I bring it up is because it was on Etsy and you can't find it anymore. It's a Stephen King flow chart of all the books that he's written. Ooh. And their intertwinings and, and the characters connect and how all the story... It's amazing. And I've seen two of them online. There's two of them. There's two of them. <laughs> and they've been gone since like 2013. I can't find them on eBay. Okay. I can't find them anywhere. You know what? And I'm um, dying to get them. I'll tell All you right. what. I have something too. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for it. a two-inch penis cage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I know someone. If I can get that. <laughs> uh, it's because it's for a flask. It's for, yeah. yes. For, for I, I just I don't want it to get any yeah. bigger. Yes. <laughs> I'm not using mine yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'm not using mine anymore. Yeah. So I'll trade you mine. Trade you hot tea. <laughs> but I actually was I was looking to trade my Vespa. My Vespa is an S-150. It's a 150cc Vespa. And I was hoping to see if it was worth maybe 250cc like Ruckuses or Honda Metropolitan. You want two, not 250, two. Two. 50cc. Yeah, 50cc Ruckuses. Well, something that goes. Okay. Yeah. Should we do a, sh- a swap shop sometimes? We'll yes, do a swap shop. We and maybe, yes. Okay, we'll have to great. do that. Right. We also and have a lot of concert t-shirts. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, from, <laughs> yeah, from, from Marissa. From Marissa. Yeah. yeah. Knockoff concert well, the bands are The band names are written in Mandarin. <laughs> uh, but if anybody knows of these objects, let us know. All right, uh, let me we'll go to, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Frank. Hi, Frank. You're on the air. Good morning. Howdy, bitches. Hey, what's up, bitch? What's going on, Frank? Howdy, bitches. So, um. The Wish app on Facebook. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but everything on that is just trash. <laughs> the Wish. Uh, the Wish app. Wish app. Yeah, it's on Facebook. Okay. I get like these ads all the time for. I think it's just called Wish. Okay. And all of the stuff looks really amazing and for a really good price, but complete crap. So they were advertising this bow staff that was retractable, basically like could fit into the palm of your hand. You yes. Uh, and then you have a bow staff, and you're Donatello from the Ninja Turtles. Frank, yeah. I've and seen have- it, and and I, I got bombarded with these things. I guess because I, I buy these tactical things. Did you when you bought it? Did you, did you vet and jump over to Facebook? Uh, did you jump over to like Amazon and see if they had an equivalent? Uh, no, because I didn't hear you guys talk about. That. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Yeah, when I saw so basically, Preston, it, it, as he's describing it, and Frank is right, it looks like it's three inches. It's like a little cylinder, yeah, and, and it just expands into this full bow staff. Frank, are you one of like these weekend superhero people? No, I was trying to be. But <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Go so what? That? What did yeah. they send you, Frank? Yeah, what they? What'd you get? So, well, first there was even a video of like a girl using this. So I was like, well, that's legit. They at least made this product. And, like, I have the hand-eye coordination of, like, a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell I thought I was going to do. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Repel intruders. The thing comes. Um, it looks how it's supposed to be compact. So I hit the switch, 
And thank God, like, I wasn't standing in front of this thing. A piece of sheet metal shot out of this thing. Yeah. With, like, and, like, not connected, flew out. And oh, it was a projectile. A, yeah, projectiled out. <laughs> then the other end was, like, maybe, like, a TV antenna. that <laughs> just kind of, like, slowly popped out, like, yeah, this is what you get. There you go. It's like the time machine that Napoleon ba- uh, Napoleon Dynamite gets from <laughs> yeah. Orders Online. It's just a piece of junk. Oh, uh, well, uh, that sucks, Frank. And I guess you just kiss that money goodbye, right? Yeah, I don't get to be Gambit. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I saw He's this thing cool and I wanted it as well, but I had read uh, a, a few reviews and stuff on it. I was like, okay, this is totally not worth it. Yeah, I will scan the reviews real quick and see what the issue is. And, and listen, you're going to get a bad review on almost anything here yeah. and there. But if it's got comparable good reviews that go along with it, then I'll consider. See if there are similar products to it. And Kathy mentioned something that's actually, you know, sage advice. If you have a PayPal account and you do like the the extra secured uh, PayPal, it's basically the equivalent of having that Amazon one button shopping for everything that handles PayPal. It's really good. I'm going to go to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. You're on the air. Yeah. How you doing? Good. What's up, bud? Uh, I bought a. Uh, a pressure washer for a hundred bucks and paypal really didn't back me up they just kept saying your thing's gonna run out your it's gonna run out so basically they finally sent me a pair of tube socks <laughs> they sent you a pair of tube Wait, socks instead of a pressure washer so so why where did paypal fall down on this they they just kept telling me that i had to keep uh replying to their comment and all this other stuff they actually sent a thing to the the uh, person that sold it to me from China, and no one ever responded, and then it ran out, and then right after it ran out, uh, I got a thing in the mail. My daughter, who's 13, was laughing because she opened it up, and it was a pair of tube socks. So the the way it should work is that you're you're protected. You're you should get in reimbursement. That's that's how I mean with you know uh, the the level that we're talking about the, the extra protection. But I guess. They didn't do that for you. You, you. I would keep pursuing it, Kevin. How much was it? What are we talking like? Thirty bucks? It was a hundred dollars. Oh, a hundred. Uh, yeah, that's right. You said a hundred yeah, bucks. That's All right, that's a little pursuing. bit more. Pursue it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good luck to you, man. It ain't even worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, minus the cost Ooh. of a pair of tube socks. Wait a minute. Hang on, Casey. This what? guy has. I think this is one of those things you saw the guy on Sunset Beat, uh, Sunset oh. Lake. Yes. I'm gonna go to Dustin. Hey, Dustin, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, Dustin. All right, so you've purchased something. It hasn't arrived yet. What is it? Yes, yeah, so it was from one of those deal websites. It's a jet board that you lay down on like a surfboard, but it has like a jet engine, like a jet ski. They're yeah. super cool. I just yeah. I just saw like a video of these things, and I want one. All right, how much did you spend on it? So the deal was for $95. Oh, yeah, and that's totally legit. <laughs> what? what do they usually retail for there, Dustin? I what? looked it up later on a legit site, and they said they start at twenty five hundred. <laughs> wait, wait, what was the site you ordered from? What's that? What was the site you ordered from? WPS Wind. <laughs> WPS it, it was a, Wind. It was a Chinese company, so I never, I never received it. So I called them, and I, I kind of threatened them. I said, you know, I want my money back. And then I got an email yesterday saying it's on its way. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Maybe they just put it in the water and turned the engine on and pointed it towards the United States. I don't know why anybody would order anything from, from a site like this without doing one search. Do you want to know the first line that comes up when I search this? We can say that the site is a scam merely to cheat innocent public of the United States who are naive to the online shopping world. There you go. And that's well, you, Dustin. We we learned about I'm this, sure Dustin. And you know, like, the, for example, we were talking about the, the packets of seeds that were sent out. Yeah. So that they they can pump, pump, <laughs> they can embellish their their shipping numbers and all that stuff. You're you're really running a risk, Steve. I just see yeah. some guy setting this thing in the water and then put, yanking the pull start on it. <laughs> it's on its way <laughs> off into the ocean. <laughs> Or if it actually arrives, it's more like. Uh... All right, let me go to. All right, um, Walter is an online seller of rock merch. Okay, uh, so he can speak. Uh, with he wants that. Marissa's T-shirt. Yeah. Hi, Walter. You're on the air, man. Uh, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's uh, up? I was calling because I, I'm a seller of vintage, uh, authentic, like one of a kind pieces from the '60s, '70s, and '80s. Okay. And uh, what these online sellers do is they take the pictures from my website and then they say that they're selling the same one, but they're selling it for twelve ninety nine or there you go fourteen ninety nine, and then they have a picture of an actual old shirt. Yep. And then you know from my website, and then they take it, you know, something from the seventies, like an authentic Led Zeppelin shirt, and then they'll have it for fourteen ninety nine, and you can get it in any size from small to five XL. Uh, for twelve dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, they were making five XL back in the seventies, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Walter, what's what's the name of your company? It's called the Captain's Vintage. The Captain's Vintage, and you have stuff that is actually from that era. Yeah, we uh, we call, we do specialize in vintage T shirts, authentic one of a kind pieces from wow. the sixties. Th- those those are, are worth a lot, and and and. But to to Nick's point, and you'll agree with this, Walter. You get what you pay for. So it, if, if and the old adage, if it seems too good to be true, it is. It's so it's so true, and people always contact us and say, you know. They always, oh, I saw it somewhere else for this cheap. And it's like, well, you didn't see a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking yeah. At, a, at a Peter Gabriel shirt, it's $180. Uh, so these are these have been well taken care of from the actual time uh, shirts. We're, we're lucky enough to actually buy things from a from an actual estate of a, someone from rock and roll, which I was lucky enough to do last Wait, year. Wait, here's a $7,000 Woodstock shirt. What? It's, it's authentic from 1969. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So, Walter, when people steal your images, take them off your website, do you have any recourse? Uh, we can contact the platform if it's eBay or Etsy or something like that. But honestly, eBay and Etsy don't care because they make money off the transactions. Right. No matter how many times we contact them about it, they do not care. So they will take my me and other sellers, too. It's not just me, right. but they will take our photos and put them on Etsy, and you'll see my photo on Etsy on a different mm-hmm. On a different website or on a different thing, saying you know twelve ninety nine any size you want. I'm sorry, I started laughing because we're we're going scrolling down some of the things here, and we're going through the Grateful Dead, and we're going through iconic rock bands, and then there's a T-shirt with Larry Fine's picture on it. Yeah, that's one hundred thirty dollars. Well, yeah. Well, we're a Philadelphia company. You, know? yeah. gotta, you gotta have Larry Fine. Yeah. Larry Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Connection to the Stooges, rock and roll. Absolutely, yeah, and the, the Stooges were a band. All right, yeah. I like it. Wow, interesting. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for 
Thanks for covering this topic. Guys. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And and uh, thanks for hang, having these cool items. We appreciate it. All right, Walter, take yeah, care. Check it out. All right, definitely. Right. It sucks because right. it's theft. You know, it's just plain and simple. Yeah. But like, there's very little that he can do. And sometimes you just exa- get exhausted by even trying to stop somebody from stealing this type of thing. And if, it, if they're stealing it from some random website in China that's going to uh, show up and then disappear within a matter of weeks, there's literally nothing you can do. You know what happens, though, Nick? And, and it's I think a lot of people go, okay, here here is here is a uh, a gravy boat that is also a defibrillator. Yeah. It's eleven bucks. And a okay, time I'll, I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah. And, and what the hell? And so for every person that does that, that's enough to keep them in business right. i i won't waste the money again i gotta make sure i buy my gravy boat defibrillators <laughs> domestically my mom just did uh you know earlier in the summer she got wanted one of those inflatable pools like something just to put in the backyard for the kids to play in when they come to her house and it's normally retails for like 500 dollars. she's like i got it for 50 bucks i'm like what was the site you ordered from you know and and sure enough it came and it was like one of those plastic like pools that you get for like a an infant <laughs> so oh, like sitting right, yeah, yeah. I, I bought something one time and and I knew it ahead of time I'm like this is there's no way this is going to be as good as it looks and you you may have seen pictures like this and I, I think I got it on Amazon actually it's a it's a photograph that's been broken up into multiple frames so it was oh, a yeah. picture of Neil Peart's drum kit mm-hmm. and it was broken up into five separate um tall frames um, and you hang it up in in sections, and it just adds a nice vibe. Right. It's really big. You yeah. Know? So it's it, instead. But anyhow, I ordered it, and sure enough, all that came were essentially it was printed on canvas, and they were rolled up pieces, <sighs> and you, you had, had to, to do frame it. them yourselves, and they weren't as big and as cool looking as it looks in the photograph. To scale, yeah, yeah. you know, size-wise, look, comparing it to, like, the couches and things like that. Was there any review of anything, or was it, it was just a I one? I didn't read them. I, it was, Did and, they send you was, tube socks? It was $30. Okay. So anything framed, you know, <laughs> yeah. is, is going to be hundreds of dollars a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, and and I knew it going in. I'm but like, you this, figured, what the hell? Yeah. And I, I got them, and I didn't end up doing anything. Did you return them? them? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Made them it's into T-shirts and sold them on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I did. My wedding how? The the scam, the overwhelming COVID world that we live in now, the overwhelming amount of scams are coming from these very types of things where uh, they're, they're advertising one item and you get another one or you get a cheaper, much yep. lousier version of it. Or you don't get it at all. So, yeah, that too. So so buyer beware right now. Uh, and, yeah. and do, like Kathy was saying, do a little bit of digging in the company itself. Find the name of the company. Uh, do a search on reviews, and it should be there. Should be some telltale signs to whether or not you're dealing with something. If you don't see it, don't do it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna break. We're gonna come back in a moment, and we'll get some bizarre file stories. So make sure you stay with us. Oh, and uh, secret text word today. We have a chance for you to win uh, the complete first season of Batwoman. Uh, digital download of that. So text word secret three nine three three three. Be right back. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com, keyword Local Shots. Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, a reminder that there's this uh, Jim Gaffigan show coming up on Saturday at uh, Live In Drive In. 
uh, with Citizens Bank Park and uh, Live Nation. And we're going to have more. I'm not going to give them away right now, but we have some more tickets to give away this week. And I think we have a very cool, like, grand prize-oriented <laughs> uh, giveaway with that, too. So maybe we're looking at our schedule. Maybe we can uh, get, like, a contest going tomorrow or the next Ooh. day or something like that. Your chance to win those. But, yeah, it's going to be. It's a completely appropriate grand prize, yeah. by the way. In fact, it's a, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. It's not only tickets to see the show. It's a year's worth of Hot Pockets <laughs> as well. That's perfect. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. So we, we may do that tomorrow. We'll give you a heads up if that is indeed the case when we get into tomorrow's program. But uh, right now we have the Bizarre Fight. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Fight. Brought to you by HERS. Pick up a specially marked bag of HERS today for a chance to win $10,000 and take your summer to the next level. Full rules and details at summer.hers.com. HERS forever good. Well, a man turned to the only thing he had to put out the flames burning in his shop, cans of Bud Light. Mm-hmm. And it saved his shop. Yes. Uh, the LNU lighting complex was burning toward Chad Little's house on Wednesday morning. He said, I saw the fire coming across and down the canyon. You could see it over the ridge line as his family packed up. Little made the call to stay and protect the house. He said they'd already lost it once in an attic fire five years ago. The rebuild is set to finish this year. He said, this uh, this is happening. He's like, no, I can't let this go. Uh, Little, though, uh, I'm sorry, Little thought that he was covered. He had hoses reeled out around the property, but he wasn't prepared for the water to be turned off with the electricity. Apparently, that's what happened. He grabbed a rake. He started clearing dry grass. He said, I was putting out fires all the way around here. I was stopping it from getting to the house. Meanwhile, all the cars cars were on fire, and it traveled to here. Uh, his cars were torched, and his shop was going up quickly. He said, it was burning on the wood below, and I didn't have any water. I had one barrel with a little bit of water in it, and I tried using that, but it didn't work. So he grabbed the only thing left, cans of Bud Light. <laughs> he said, when I ripped up the sheet metal, I had a nail, so I was just shaking it up, popping it, and spraying them. Uh, I was popping it out and grabbing another one. He said he was able to put out the flames right before firefighters arrived to finish the job. The nick of time. And he said, my buddies all tease me about drinking water beer. <laughs> and I say, hey, it saved my shop. A uh, Little was able to save his home, the temporary modular home the family is using, and his shop as well. So the Bud Light came in handy. This is a terrible story. All right. This is just, I can't even imagine... Uh, a death like this. A Miami police officer's wife died after getting trapped inside her husband's patrol unit on Friday, which was parked outside their Miami Shores home as temperatures were in the 90s. And she was in there for four hours. Oh, God. Holy Jesus. And so it's a, uh, it's, a, it's, a it's a police vehicle. And you, you can't get you can't out of the back. It's, yeah, it's, per, it's meant for that. 56-year-old Clara Polino got in the backseat of the SUV searching for something and then was trapped by the door's latching mechanism, which prevents it from being open from the inside uh, for about four hours without any uh, way of contacting anybody. A partition between the back seat and the front seat likely stopped her from being able to honk the horn, and she didn't have her cell phone to call for help. Uh, Aristides uh, and the couple's son uh, found Claire's body around 5.30, a. 5.30 p.m., as many as four and a half hours after she got trapped. Her fingerprints were found all over the interior of the Ford Explorer. Clearly, she was panicked and trying to get out. Yeah. Uh, Her husband uh, covers the midnight shift and got home, fell asleep, and may have well left his unit unlocked. Uh, He has worked with the department for more than 25 years. So just a... I can't even imagine. Yeah, what? You, no way to process that. Dying from heat exposure like that. 
All right, much lighter. This is a story about police arresting two people in connection to multiple robberies. Detectives were investigating three related robberies that have happened over the past couple of weeks. This is in Little Rock. Uh, in all three robberies, a man would go into the store and pretend to purchase a honey bun. And when the clerk rang up the purchase and opened the drawer, the man would grab the money and leave. They are now being called the Honey Bun Bandits. Honey Bun Bandits. That's kind of lyrical. Thursday morning, police notified detectives that the same type of robbery happened nearby. Detectives reportedly waited. Until right, this they, looks like the work of the Honey Bun Bandits. They spotted the suspect's vehicle. They followed up. Uh, they followed the suspects. They made a traffic stop, and then they arrested Mark Presley. And Robin Richardson, who is believed to be uh, the getaway driver in the robberies. But the Bear Claw Bandits are still out there. They're still out there. But uh, Honey Bun, they got them. Uh, the two suspects are now uh, arrested. They were actually uh, suspected in similar robberies in one, two, three, four, five other cities. The trick is going to be making those charges stick. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Because it's honey. It's mm. traditionally sticky. Correct. A frustrated cat owner has revealed how her mischievous feline has stolen up to 50 pairs of her neighbor's shoes during nighttime prowls. <laughs> B.J. Ross from Altoona told how her pet called Jordan regularly returns from stalking the streets with an item of footwear lodged in its jaws. Alarmed by the increasing number of rogue shoes from neighboring homes and gardens ending up in her yard, B.J. installed the security camera and discovered that her pet was responsible. So all these neighbors are leaving shoes outside? Mortified, B.J. created a Facebook page in the hope of returning the shoes to their rightful owners. B.J. explained how she was surprised to find new shoes that didn't belong to her in her garden each morning. Uh, She grew suspicious of her pet, a black and white kitty with a taste for mischief. So B.J. put a tracker on the animal to see when he was getting up and realized that he would roam around the neighborhood at night, sometimes walking as far as eight miles. Holy hell. To get his paws on new footwear. BJ also put a camera in her garden to catch her thieving pet in the act. She collected footage of Jordan happily coming home with a new shoe every night, contributing to a growing stash in the corner of her garden. Um, BJ explained uh, that when he was not busy leading a life of crime, Jordan liked to nap during the day and sit on her home's roof. The cat is so popular online. Listen to this. That local children have willingly started leaving shoes outside, well, there you go. hoping Aww. that he would take them Aww. with him. <laughs> That's, That's adorable. Isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I regularly walk in and around my neighborhood, and I found two reef uh, flip-flops that are, like, streets apart from each other. They're on the side of the street. And, and so I noticed the one. I was like, oh, there's a reef flip The matching pair? Matching pair, Kathy! <laughs> Were the feet still in them? No, no. Thank goodness, yeah. Steve. Uh, they're just flip-flops and not okay. severed feet. So that would do? be horrifying. I just told you guys about it. That's all oh, I did. I didn't, I didn't know if you So, hey, if you're in the Brumall area and you're missing a pair of hey, reef make it part of our swap swap shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what are reef? Reef. Reef. A reef. Yeah. Like, I thought Those, they had little, no. little Christmas, little wreaths, Christmas wreaths on them. Yeah, okay. no. They're the ones that have the uh, bottle opener and the, oh, and the yeah. sole yeah. of them. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. That's all I have in the Bizarre File for you now. All right, let's get a winner for the secret text word. Kathy, number caller. Ooh, I'm going to go with 18. All right, caller 18, 215-263-WMMR. You have to know uh, the secret text word. And if you do indeed, then you got a shot at winning this. So give us a call right now. Be back in a moment. Lesson question, more to give away. Trash and music news. Yep, those are coming up too. Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We were looking for 
a secret text word caller. And number 18 was the one that uh, Kathy was going after. So I think I got it. I think that's uh, Jack. Let me get him on the line. Hey, Jack, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. All right, Jack, so do me a favor. Tell me what our secret text word is today. That would be parachute. Parachute's correct. Hey. Hang on, Jack. We're going to set you up with a digital download of Batwoman, the complete first season. And we're also going to give it to John Craven. Is that what that says, Casey? Maybe Gavin? Or Gavin? John Craven. Craven. Uh, Could or, be Craven. Or Gavin. I don't know. From Northeast Philly. John, you know who you are. We got you taken care of. Uh, don't forget, you can own this now on digital Blu-ray and DVD. So congratulations, <laughs> And uh, we're going to set you up. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to do a lesson question. And today, uh, we have a digital download of the uh, thriller The Vanish with Anne Heche and Thomas Jane. The question that I have for your morning is this. How does Regis Philbin like to listen to our show in heaven? <laughs> How does he access our show in heaven? 215-263-WMMR. How does Regis like to listen to our show in heaven? In what way does he listen to it? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Cinch Propane Tank Home Delivery Service. It brings propane right to your doorstep. You can place your order. At cinch, C-Y-N-C-H dot com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Kim Kardashian is filing documents to sell Kim Kardashian West skincare products. Kim says the new product line will make you look just like you did right after you stopped looking like you really do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Olympic swimmer Ryan Lochte is on the mend after routine surgery to remove his appendix. In an Instagram post, Lochte revealed that he's doing well but is not sure if he can still get pregnant. Hey! <laughs> And finally, Bella Thorne making $2 million just one week after creating an OnlyFans site. Thorne says she's humbled and amazed by how many people want to see her get it on with a horse. Oh, my God. Wow. And that's your Hollywood track. All right. Let's uh, see if we can get an answer to this. Uh, how does Regis like to listen to our show in heaven? 215-263-WMMR. I'll go to Doug. Hey, Doug. How you doing? What's up, guys? You guys are sick. 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 I, I saw Calper in the hallway, by the way. Sick. He looks sick. I feel sick. Doug, how does Regis listen to us? The podcast? Yeah, he's the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Hang on, buddy. <laughs> Doug got it right, and that means he gets a digital download of the gripping psychological thriller, The Vanished, starring Anne Heche and Thomas Shane. Family vacation takes a terrifying turn when two parents discover their young daughter is vanished without a trace. Own it or rent it on digital today. Rated R, and that's from Paramount Pictures. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. And Music News this morning brought to you by Cherry Hill Mitsubishi. You can go to cherryhillmitsubishi.com, home of the $1 down deal. Uh, where you could be driving a new vehicle, a new or used vehicle today, uh, with just $1 down. CherryHillMitsubishi.com. Uh, during a recent interview, Ozzy Osbourne said that uh, when he comes to when it comes to COVID-19, he does the opposite of what Donald Trump advises the public to do. He said, whether you like the government or whether you don't, whatever. Dr. Fauci, all these viro- virologist people have given us what we should do, wear a mask, wash hands, social distance, he added. If the president says something, I do the opposite. He changes his mind every hour. I mean, literally, 
I'm going, what? And he also spoke on managing mental health, saying people have got to learn to start sharing their feelings with someone that they trust because people are locked up and worried about this pandemic and whatever needs to unload and whatever need to unload because if you don't unload, uh, you're going to get depressed. And if you get depressed, who knows what's going to happen? He said, if you've got a best friend or you got someone who you trust, don't be afraid to share because you know what? We're all in this S-hole right now, uh, and we are all in an environment that we don't want to be in. When I'm in my room, in my head, on my own, it's a bad effing place. My head never tells me anything effing good. So he's stressing that you need to share with someone if you can. We just played some Chris Cornell a moment ago. A movie about his final moments is currently in production, but it is not sanctioned or approved by the late singer's estate, according to representatives for the family. Uh, the biopic called Black Days is based on true events about the last days in the life of grunge music icon Chris Cornell, according to the movie casting website. However, uh, Cornell's estate told Pitchfork that no one contacted the estate for any information. Uh, shooting for the film is set to begin in Los Angeles on September 10th. Metallica has wrapped its Metallica Mondays YouTube concert series with the band's full pro shot March 3rd, 2017 concert from Mexico City. So that's over. Metal Hammer reported that drummers Lars Ulrich addressed fans. Nothing is over! Well, according to this, it is. Lars sounds different. Uh, Lars addressed the fans prior to the screening and said, since much of the world, thankfully, is in much better shape than it has been in quite some time. Not everywhere, I know that. Uh, we figured that since there's such a big week happening in Metallica, maybe we should sunset Metallica Mondays. Unfortunately, this is the this is the last one. Of course, there's a part of me that hopes Metallica Mondays can return in some way, uh, and obviously we don't want to want it to because of COVID nineteen returning again. So fingers crossed. He went on to say, "Thank you for letting us help you a little bit through these crazy, surreal, challenging times." Uh, We're so grateful, appreciative, and honored that these Mondays have gotten Metallica friends and family all over the world together uh, to share an experience and connect with each other in times of darkness and uncertainty. All told, over the last 23 weeks, the series raised over $100,000 for Metallica's All Within My Hands Foundation. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Eddie Vedder recalled how his hero, Pete Townsend, helped him during the aftermath of nine fans being killed during the band's June 30, 2000 performances at Denmark's Rockslide Festival. Uh, or is it Rockslide? Roskilde. Roskilde, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Vetter <laughs> appeared on the latest episode of Lily Cornell's mental health series, uh, Mind Wide Open. Vetter, a longtime friend of Chris Cornell, uh, recalled that prior to the uh, Roskilde performance, uh, Pearl Jam was actually celebrating the news of Lily's birth. He said, we got the news that our great friends Chris and Susan had just had a child. Her name was Lily. Uh, we kind of cried some tears of joy. We all gave each other a hug. This was less than 15 minutes before we were going to go on. And you were the first baby of all the band. So that was a huge, huge moment. He went on to discuss the weight of the world being on his shoulders following the death of nine fans who were crushed during the festival as the crowd surged the stage. He spoke about how Pete Townsend, who had dealt with a similar situation in 1979 when 11 fans were trampled, trampled prior to the Who's Cincinnati concert, had helped him. <clears throat> Vetter remembered... Uh, there I was in a fetal position, basically, and Pete said, you can handle this. And I said, I can't. I was like, I don't, I don't know, Pete. I don't think I can. I'm losing it. And he said, no, you can handle this. I was doing a bit of woe is me. How did this happen to us? And Pete said, because you can handle it. 
that's probably why it happened, because you can handle it. And he empowered me to get my crap together. Don't feel sorry. Don't react. Respond. And Nick, you said overall the interview is pretty amazing. It's about a half hour long. I wasn't very familiar with Lily. I knew who she was, but um, she's doing this series about mental health, and it's a really interesting look into uh, two generations talking about it. I, I really applaud Lily's efforts. I think she's doing a really commendable thing. And um, I'm biased, of course. I love Pearl Jam, and I, and I love Eddie, but um, it was it's a really enlightening conversation. So if you have a half hour uh, and are interested in mental health and, and the state of the world these days, I can't recommend it more highly. And then one last story in leaked court documents. Elton John's ex-wife, uh, Renee, uh, I guess that's how you say her name. is R-E-N-A-T-E, Renate uh, Blaul, claims mm. that she attempted suicide only days into her honeymoon the, with the legendary singer. Man, that'll bring down a honeymoon. Yeah, earlier this year. Blau- I hate this. Uh, Blowell, who was married to Elton John from 84 to 88, began court proceedings against the Rocket Man. Seeking nearly $4 million with inside sources claiming the suit is due to Elton writing about the marriage in his memoir and portraying their ill-fated union in his biopic, both of which were supposedly prohibited due to their divorce settlement. It is estimated that rather than taking Elton to the cleaners due to their divorce, Bloel, uh, Bl- Bl- uh received a one-time payout between 6 and $12 million. Elton's attorney portrayed Blowell's... <laughs> Blowell. It's, it's spelled B L A U E L. Blowell. Blowell. Blah blah. Blah blah. Blah. Or maybe it's Blow. Blow. They portrayed it Blow's Cloms claims. Blah blah blah. These are Blow's Cloms. Cloms. Sounds like a like I don't really like the Cloms are making Blow. Those are Blow's Cloms. Those are Cloms. That's your Cloms. As you can imagine. As a pure money well, grab. What were her qualms? Uh, <laughs> telling the Daily Mail the true purpose of Miss Walt's qualms was to extract a large sum of money from Elton John. I remember when they got married, and this was at the uh, the the AIDS uh, crisis was going sure, on. Right and, him, yeah. and so um, <clears throat> he he always spoke very well of her, though um, you know it was, it was a mistake. It was not something, and, yeah. and he regrets it. Uh, and I, I, I guess they had more of an agreement that it would not be discussed, and so I guess that's why she's upset. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And maybe, they, listen, maybe it was Elton was at a, at a time in his life when he was very confused, and, you know, sometimes you don't know who you are. And he spoke, yeah, again, he spoke, uh, but, uh, you know, but this, her, she's clomming something different. Walls <laughs> 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 clums. Small cloms court. Yeah, she, they went to small, it's a big clom, but they yeah. went to small cloms court. For George Jordan yeah. with her. All right, and that's what I have in uh, music news. Uh, we're gonna, <laughs> Kathy gave this look like, okay, guys. <laughs> we're going to take a break. I'm still looking at Marissa's t shirt. I know you. <laughs> She's going to get to the bottom of this. She's going to go undercover into into mainland China when, and get her shirts. When we return, letter of the day, word of the week, and Pierre Robert. We'll be right back. The President Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The President and Steve Show as we are wrapping today's program. And I would thank our guests, but it's just been us and you. And that's, that's all a, we need. That's a wonderful combination. Yeah. Us and you. We didn't even go on Fox and talk about nah. porn, porn this morning. 
they had to, they had to cancel. They were having a, a technical issue or something like that. So we were all set to talk porn. Everyone talking. Well, they knew that we'd we'd bring the porn. Well, we already we had already brought the porn at we, that point. Yeah, we bring radio to... standards for porn, and that doesn't jive with TV standards for porn. No, no. We talked about cucks and penis cages. Today, oh yeah, we had to. Which man. was fun. We learned. I learned. About a penis cage. A lot. And then you started teaching us, which was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so thank you for being a part of our program today because we had quite a few phone calls, and that's always a nice thing to do. And uh, Pierre Robert is ready to go. He's in the studio. Good day. And all set for today's program. How are things in your world in general, sir? Oh, fine. That's wonderful. <laughs> Can't make the headphone work. Though. I thought you, you were doing the Charleston over what there. What are you doing? Did you try uh, the top one? Tried the top one. Hello. Mm. Oh, that's better. <laughs> you didn't turn it enough? I didn't turn it enough. Okay. It's all good. Did you ever work in radio where you had to have turn pots uh, instead I of these oh, faders, yes. sliders? Yes. Uh, sliders, I did, yeah. You felt yeah. If that, that felt like really old style radio. So those were dials instead of, yeah. if, if you've seen a mixing board, these little faders that you slide up and down to bring the volume up and down on you know either microphones or music or whatever it is. But uh, back in the day, there were these little knobs, these... Uh, Turning things. Preston, yeah. they always reminded me of the equipment in Frankenstein's lab. Yes, <laughs> yeah, totally. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Hey, I didn't get a chance to um, uh, ask you guys if you heard from the Red Cross, but yes. we had uh, a great day on Friday afternoon. I know you guys went out Friday morning to various locations and uh, had all of you on at various times, uh, but I went out to the Fillmore, and when I was leaving, and we had a great crowd there Friday afternoon, and I stayed till closing time at seven. Speaking of closing time, and um, the la- I I said to one of the ladies who was working the front desk, I said, "How do we do?" And again, we weren't trying to set any records. We were happy with anything that we got. She said, "So much better than I thought we would be I, doing." I think that was the way all the way around. We did get numbers. I think person is looking for them now, but but uh, very more than respectable an amazing oh. effort by everybody considering yeah. you know what we're up against right yeah i want to say it was 636 or something along yeah. those lines which uh was uh, a lot higher they were they were hoping you know for uh, a number well below that and we were excited to bring them a bigger number excellent yeah. i mean it was i was so honored that so many people came out i met so many great people including I, there's a picture of me holding that little puppy these <laughs> people came with a with one of those baby pusher things where you put the baby <laughs> stroller. In, stroller. in the wheel thing and yeah. you they carry it around and move it places. Stroller. Uh, yeah. And so they, so I'm thinking there's a baby in there. And lo and behold, there's a little puppy um, named Quill. So Adorable. I, I held the puppy. It was, it was great. And it was it was cool that that, that location kept going. The, the two... Uh, oh, uh, uh, the, the location that, that that was there, the the FOP closed down around one one thirty, and I think Oaks was to seven as well. Right. No, it was just great, and so uh, I, I wanted to publicly thank everyone again that came out. But uh, great yeah, vibe. It was an excellent yeah. day. Cool. Nice. And thank you for going out there. We oh, appreciate that. Are you kidding? Anything for you guys? All right, Anything. ready for the letter? I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter E is in empty. All right, and we just have two more letters to go where we're going to give away a Metallica and San Francisco Symphony SM2 box set and custom Metallica SM2 logoed violin, which is one of only 100 that have been made. And the live album and video documents the September 6th and 8th shows at San Francisco's Chase Center uh, to be released this Friday. Uh, pre orders are happening now. 
box set contains limited edition 4LP color vinyl, exclusive photo book, two CDs, Blu-ray sheet music, five guitar picks, poster, and download card. You can go to WMMR.com for the track listing and the details. We'll give that away on Friday. What's in store for today, musically and thematically and whatever else you got going on? We're going to rock. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, <laughs> yesterday was the birthday of the rock god Rob Halford of Judas Priest, so we're going to do a block of that fine band. We had a lot of birthdays yesterday, so we didn't get to Rob, so we'll get to him today. We got a block of you two, and thematically, we had a request for a block of female artists, so we'll get into that as well. Love that. Yes. All right, uh, let's uh, thank our sponsors. Uh, today's for our sponsors. Oh, right here. Right there. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today uh, by Duncan. And they are the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also yep. hers, the official snack food of summer. And Hyundai City Park. Get ready for a whole lot of Sonata. You can shop now and save during the summer sell-off at HyundaiCity.com. Uh, tomorrow on the program, we have a bunch of people joining us. We have... Uh, actor William Sadler. Oh, he's awesome. Everything from Shawshank Redemption. Die to, Hard 2. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Bill and Ted uh, second death. movie. And he's going to be in the next one. He's death. Yeah. He's great. Uh, Chris Porter will be on the program. Jim Gaffigan. Wow. Will be on the show as well. And the last minute and last minute, Kathy. James McAvoy is going to call us from London tomorrow. Get oh. out. Yeah, he's working with a local charity, so that's here in Philadelphia, so he wants to talk about that, and then we'll we'll chat whatever else we want to talk about. That's with him. fantastic. Wow. He's awesome. That's going to be action-packed. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Yeah, to the dumbass old man in a bust of you. What the f are you doing? You almost killed us both. Pack it up. Next message. Happy belated birthday to Marissa. Could you please have another birthday so the Flyers can win another game, please? Next message. Dude, I'm going to break the f down. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.